Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Welcome to every week. This week brought to you by Sherry's Berries, Pro Flowers, and MeUndies. Thank you to our sponsors for sponsoring this week of the podcast. I'm Gus. Gavin. Barbara. Birdie. Gus. God, we're getting so good at that. That's all I was thinking about. I was saying my name just then. Are we missing a light? I feel like the Rooster Teeth logo is dark. Is it just me? Maybe it's just a sad day in Rooster Teeth. Maybe it is. Sad day. I I freaked out. (laughs) I started saying stuff. I didn't realize it was already time to go live right before we went live. And I started just saying things. I think I had like a mini stroke. Like Gavin, the Gavin's fixing it. There you go, Gavin. Uh, I, I, have you, you, you've done that before, right? Like when you just had freak out? But no, I mean, I've said like stuff that doesn't make sense Gavin's in response. But you just started though. spewing words for no reason. I don't know what happened. I was just sat here and Gus was like, four inches. <laughs> I, playing music I assume you were talking in your head. Uh, no that, idea. What was that thing you tried to type that one time you actually had a legitimate stroke? Chums? Uh, Mums. Ch- yeah. Chum. Chum. But I wrote jums. Jums. <laughs> it was close. Someone who couldn't. So I'm trying to play something for you, and it's like playing random music, and I don't like that it's doing What are you trying that. to play for us? I was going to try to play you Jeff stuttering and saying random words. <laughs> Somebody reposted it to Reddit recently, and it made me laugh. You love that. Probably I've never do. heard it before. I found the thing. It's it's for everyone find that pause button. This is Jeff. When he, what was Jeff doing when he did this? Because I, I haven't seen the video that this is from. He was just trying to explain the rules of some Minecraft thing. Oh, yeah. And so this is Jeff trying to do that. We, let's get together. We need to, we have a, uh, we have a couple of things. <laughs> 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 it's totally like, porky pig. Usually when someone flubs, I laugh right after it, but he was flubbing for so long, I start laughing like while he's, while he's doing it, because it and, just didn't end. And the best part is, Barb, somebody made this, which is, they used, they, they had your exact same reaction. <laughs> <laughs> we, let's get together. We need to, we So perfect. That was a long time. I don't know how I missed that. That's like a year ago. It was over a year ago, I think. Oh my god. So oh, I thought it was a recent thing. No, it was in some like random episode of Minecraft. We can be, we can be, They should put that on. You know, remember the hamster dance song? Oh my god. Oh. Put on that one. You know, Anna, Matt's wife, knows the extended lyrics to the hamster dance. There are lyrics to that song. She. Should I call her and see if she can sing it over the phone? Sure, why okay. not? Uh, oh, color. This will go great. I like I that. Even... You were so trepidatious when you How answered that, that question. What does that sound like? What does it do? What? How does that song go? No, I, just, I, I was hesitant just because uh, the um, phones always fuck up with the mic. Yeah, Yeah, that interference. All right, let me, I'll text her and see what she has to say. We'll return to this conversation. While you do that, I want to talk about the greatest video in the world. Okay. It's a video I saw earlier today. These dudes are in Brazil. They're in a boat. They're fishing. A fish props itself up on the side of the boat, so they start feeding it beer. <laughs> what? It drinks a bunch of beer, then hops off the boat and goes back into the water. That's a viral ad. What? No. It has to be. <laughs> what in the fuck? Is that? But okay, wait. It's actually drinking. This it. might be a really stupid That's question. That's a lot of beer. Do fishes actually drink? What is? <laughs> oh my this God. is. I'm serious. Holy shit! How did know when the beer was done? <laughs> And the dudes are just speaking Portuguese because <laughs> it's a. Fishes don't it's drink. Brazil. That is cruelty to animals. That kills. That kills the fish. They can't right? possibly drink though. This is my question. Yeah, I've always wondered that too. I, I said this to when I worked at a sub shop in high school. Uh, I used the phrase "drink like a fish," and the guy who worked with me was first generation, like he was an immigrant himself from Pakistan, and he thought that was the dumbest expression because he said, "Drink like a fish. Fish don't drink." I'm like, they well, they kind of have How to drink. How do they drink? <laughs> through, through their mouths. That's they just, just like, them. Don't they just eat it like water and piss it out? 
I don't. Wait, you can't live on just oxygen alone. They probably just like absorb it, right? It's just always around them. I don't know. That's the thing. It's like I could be a fucking idiot right now, and I would never (laughs) know. (laughs) Nothing would be different. No, you're fine. I I saw a story on Reddit. That was Barbara. Barbara, you're good. I saw a story on Reddit a couple days ago about this woman. I think it was in Washington State who wanted to prove that humans only needed sunlight, oxygen, and water to live. So she tried to go 100 days with only those things. Did she die? She made it 47. And I was like, that's 47 still- and then what? Died? No, then she <laughs> okay. started eating again. Yeah. I was like, that's really impressive, though. Did you ever see the movie 127 Hours? I never saw it. But you know the story of yeah, that yeah. guy? That's pretty impressive. He lived, I think, I don't know how long he would have lived on just what he had left. But he's like, if I don't, you know, get out of here in the next day, I'm dead. And I was like, he still had that much water left. You need sleep before you need food, right? Are you okay with a layover? On this flight tomorrow. <laughs> I'm booking his flights. Are you okay with the layover? Sure. Four hours? Oh. I know. What's the point then? Because the flight's only 142 bucks, and we're, we're doing it the day before. Do it. Just get a nice <laughs> meal. Right. Do, do it and organize meetup wherever you have a layover. Have a little kip. Sure. I'll do it. Is that what it's called? Ooh. Okay. What time do we get in? This is riveting. 11.30. 11.30. At night? Yeah. I'm okay with it. You okay? Mm-hmm. 11.37? How far is it from Newark? Who, who, who spent time in the Newark area? How far is it from Newark, Newark Airport to Manhattan? Uh, twi- 25 minutes. Yeah, it's not, it's not far at all. Is that I, bad? I, yeah. I prefer flying into Newark than uh, it's actually a better drive. LaGuardia. Yeah. Who said yeah. two hours? Cab. cab ride. Oh, cab ride. <laughs> cabs are you in? A rickshaw? What takes two hours to get there? <laughs> takes forever. Maybe right. if there's traffic, if you show up at 1130 at night, you're fine. Yeah. I fucking hate booking trips. Are you allowed to say what you're going to LA for? We're not going to LA, we're going to New York City. Gavin oh. and I Hence are going... the discussion about Newark. <laughs> I thought this was for something else. I don't think that he'd be asking. I wasn't paying LA. attention, as usual, on the podcast. You're fine. You're fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> you say you're bad at geography. <laughs> Can we say why we're going to New York? Uh, we're going for... There's a big industry-wide event that takes place in New York at this time every year. It's called the Upfronts for Television and Film. That was it's New Fronts. the New Fronts for oh. Digital. <laughs> Barbara. <laughs> Barbara, man, you are... <laughs> Bye. <laughs> hey, why don't you fill in your uh, fill in your freaking flyer number and your all your stuff there? Sorry, sorry. It's- oh! <laughs> <laughs> all right, give it back to me. It went in my gooch. <laughs> <laughs> I actually probably have Gavin's. I booked so much travel for Gavin. I probably have his goddamn things. So this whole thing was avoidable. No, no, it didn't. You're safe. You're dry. Yeah. Ga- so, so Barbara, <laughs> I was trying to get Gavin to type in his freaking flyer information and Barbara took my laptop and spilled an entire beer in I Gavin's I didn't do gooch. shit. That was Gavin's fault. That was a full schnogging. No, look, I still have more than half of it. It's all full. Oh, yeah, you do. Okay, that's good. We're good. You got half a beer in your crotch. Yeah, no come deal, back. Guys. You're fine. Yeah, it's obvious at this point we don't care about the set. Are you so, s- Barbara did something which I don't, um, I got a bone to pick with Barbara. She put me on Snapchat today. I was in her office sitting there. Was that revenge for what I did to you? I asked you if it was okay, but maybe it was partial revenge. Yeah. Do and you want to say what it was revenge for? Do you want to say? So, uh... So, you, can we say the name of the, the lady? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Okay, go ahead. Your friend from... In, what's her name? So, I have a friend named Britta, who I've been friends with on the Rooster Teeth website and in person now for 10 years. Yeah, so when, when like, Gavin and Barbara were the most popular members on the Rooster Teeth community site... There was also a girl uh, in their group named Britta, who I got to know. And she actually uh, ended up marrying another member of the site. His name is Abandoned. Or Ryan. Or Ryan. His real name is Ryan. And uh, so what was Britta's name? Britta? Britta Water. Britta Water, right? Yeah, okay. So she contacted me through Facebook, and she said, 
hey, a few years ago I played a prank on Barbara where I put troll dolls all over the place. And she would discover the troll dolls and she didn't know who was doing it. So she goes, would you help me do that again? Oh, and that's... And plant troll doll- dolls all over for Barbara to find. At, sorry. And then at the end of it, Anna said she's confused what I mean by the extended version of the hamstrings. More, more on that in a moment. Um, and so she said, to, uh, she said to me, can you put some troll dolls? I'll send them to you from Canada. You put troll dolls all over her office. And then the last one you put with a picture of me. So mm-hmm. it's like she has committed this prank once again and kept it going after years. Worked like a charm. Mainly because I was like shitty at it and I wouldn't keep up with it. <laughs> and I would do like one every two weeks. So it like dragged it out of the course of three months. But also months. like sometimes there'd be like one every three days. Yes. And then nothing for a month. Yeah. And weird. then another one in my purse. I was like, game time. So when, when did you find <laughs> out about it? <laughs> Uh, I found out about this, I think, on Friday of just last week when there was a picture of Britta and a troll doll on my desk. Because I feel like you were getting really minged off by it. I was getting really paranoid and really frightened because, like, I had no idea who it was. I did, thought it was Meryl and Tyler. For did the you remember time. the fact that Britta had done this previously? Only or was when it like- I saw the picture of her on my desk. Because we had played that prank on each other where at first I think I hid the troll doll, you know, uh, the toilet seat lid? When you put it down, mm-hmm. I had taped it to the bottom of it, so when you lifted it up, it would be, like, staring at you. That's creepy. And it was actually the troll doll that uh, the control room has, the big one. I don't know if you guys still have it. Oh, yes, it you do. So that's been in a yeah. toilet? Not in a toilet, hey, but... Put your freaking phone I'm not touching okay. the laptop. Got it. Careful with the beer. Careful with the beer. Hand me one of those... This is uh, all the Lonely Island Hand me one of those fire That's the you? one. So this is the one that was taped to the toilet, and then she hung it... Barbara cuts all the hair off these things. That's fucking weird enough on its own. I needed to do something. That's what you do is you chop the scalp all these I troll dolls? I would scalp the troll dolls and then hang them in my office and I put trolls ye be warned. She hates them. Just she in hates case. Them. I threw most of them out. There it is. <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. It's a little psychotic, I admit now. Holy shit. Yeah. They're missing the tops of their heads, too. <laughs> looks if you're watching the audio version of the podcast, Barbara has hung up the troll dolls and cut off their hair. By the neck. She hangs them by the neck using what convention lanyards. <laughs> it's the only thing I had in my desk. <laughs> That's weird. Did you see that Brian Arndt uh, collects convention lanyards? He has a Darth Vader statue and he just puts like one on it after every convention. Oh, really? He's got like 60 of them. It's crazy. When we first started doing events with Rooster Teeth, uh, I tried to do the same thing. And then one day I realized I just didn't care anymore. <laughs> It's like I had, a, I had a big collection of them, and then like in early on, like 2005 or so, I was like, I don't need this shit. So yeah. I threw it all away. I've kept the, every badge and every lanyard that I've been to. Really? Everything? Mm-hmm. The only ones I've ever kept up with have been uh, uh, RTX ones. That's it hmm. for me. Nothing else has really kind of like held it. I, w- I was having a conversation with Meg about bad cons, and uh, if you ever go to conventions, first-year conventions are just notoriously terrible because – the, the organizers don't understand what they're doing. They haven't figured anything out. Gus and I one time went to a convention, and I remember <laughs> it was the same week that Halo 3 released. And I know that because we went to a convention in Florida where there was it was the first year event. Gus convinced me that we were trying to do this guy a favor and go to his event. It would work out great for us later down the road. I like how I'm getting thrown under the Never bus Never heard from that <laughs> fucker again. But, Gavin, do you want to sit next to me and get a middle seat, or would you rather sit away from me and get a window seat? I'll sit in a window. Okay. That is a correct answer. I, I Yeah. Do you guys not like sitting next to each other when you travel? Why would you take a fucking middle seat to sit next to either of them? You could take a window somewhere else. That's true. I'd rather sit in the middle seat with someone I know than... I'd rather not sit near anyone I know. Although if I had to What pick... are you doing on a plane? You want to keep private. 
Nothing. I just like if I fall asleep, I don't want someone's knob in my mouth. Knob in your mouth? Or like finger, not I'm knob. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You, you've lived this horrible life. Do you think someone you know is more likely to do that than someone you don't know? Yes. I don't think so. I think Put their finger in my mouth? Yeah. I think a stranger would. I thought you said knob. I did it first, and then I realized that was ridiculous. Yeah, so no there's no way that's that. gonna happen. You just wake up, and some guy has his pants down by your face. <laughs> He's like, I'm sorry, I thought this was the laugh. Okay, no, I'm, I'm booking Delta. our tickets, Kev. I can't hold them, so I got to book them. If, if you are having a stroke, what is the procedure? We got like eight conversations going on now. Once I if, fucking love it. If you have a stroke, I'm keeping it all straight in my head right now. What do you mean? What's the procedure? You take someone to the hospital? Just straight there. We don't have to like put you in any sort of position or the recovery position. <laughs> No, I think you could just go straight to the hospital. You, the you do not position. let the stroke victim drive, though. You know the recovery position? Do you know like how it goes? Mm-hmm. Do it. I, I was on a set recently. Do it. Filming with like one leg. And a, a guy slipped on paint, knocked himself out on the ground, bounced, and landed in the recovery position. Like, everyone was like, oh, oh he's fine. So he's like, ready to go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the only thing we did have to do was scrape away some of the paint because he was like breathing it. Because he landed in a, in a puddle of paint. That's and did you just leave him there? Is he still there? Was no. it like red right paint? Now? He, went, he went to the hospital. No, it was blue. Just his blood. <laughs> it was blue. Oh, it's just paint. Yeah, it we, good. we have experience with that. Do we? Yeah, after the the Space Invader shoot. Everyone oh, thought it shit. was just uh, red paint. Yeah, because you were throwing balloons that had red paint in them. And yeah. I thought you just nailed Lindsay on the face. And then all of a sudden she's on the ground. And every time she talked, more red they, paint They did would not be... put her in the recovery position, by the way. Well, she was fine. <laughs> a big gash in her face. Yeah. You know, dude, that was brutal. See, watching that playback, too, was so, the worst. Back to the Halo thing. <laughs> so we don't lose every thread here. Uh, so we went to this, the first year convention, and there was less exhibitors at this event than there were. I mean, there were more exhibitors than attendees at the event. More exhibitors. Like, there was like five people walking around the floor, you know, and we're just, Gus and I are sitting in the booth. They had a lot of money. So we got, I mean, it was really a lot of pressure on those attendees. They were like, everyone was like, uh, <laughs> when they would come by. And so Gus and I busted out an Xbox 360 and we played Halo 3 the entire time and they gave a shit about it. Do you remember that? Yeah. They were like, so you guys are just going to sit around the floor and play Halo, like play a video game the entire time? It's like. The convention gave you shit? There's nobody it? fucking here. It was both the convention, it was vendors next to us. It was like. There's nothing to do. It's like we're just fucking sitting here. Did you sell anything there? Uh, did we? No. I, I think we think sold so. like one shirt. Yeah. I think, oh. And I think Bernie's, uh, Bernie's being nice about it. It was so dead. We actually left. We went to a store. We bought a TV and an Xbox and Halo. And then we brought it back. So you both <laughs> left together? We, yeah. There was like there's nobody there. Just to play video games on the show floor to like, no, time? We, nobody's going to miss I us. So, I was so mad at Gus. I was, I was furious. I'm sure it was. What what he was just thrown under the bus. What, were you actually mad at him or were you like, oh, this, we won't do this again? Were you like actually mad that he suggested it? Yes. Sure. <laughs> why not? I'm still mad to this day. Fuck Gus. He's the worst. Gus is the best. Up. Is that the worst idea you've ever had at Rooster Teeth? I'm still working on it. The worst way. idea I've ever had at Rooster Teeth. No, I'm sure I've had worse. What's the worst idea I've ever had at Rooster Teeth? Being my boss. You come no. up I'll, I'll, let me think about that. Okay. What's we'll the worst idea you've ever had at Rooster Teeth? Let's come back to that. <laughs> so this event that we're going to in uh, New York, it also has at the end of it the YouTube Brandcast, which is basically all this is, is it's a big marketing slut fest for people who make content <laughs> to go and attract brands to like put advertisements on their shows. And so YouTube has <laughs> Mark, YouTube has this huge, huge event that they put on, 
And, like, actually, John Green gave a great speech at the one last year. And if you can look it up, it was really fucking amazing. He basically pointed at everybody in the room and goes, you're all, like, you're all garbage <laughs> to all the advertising people. And talked about how great the viewers were versus all the advertisers. It was, it, you have to see it, though. It's okay. John, I'm not as eloquent as John Green is. And so it was amazing. But they show videos in this thing. And, like, every year for, like, the last two years, we were going to have a Rishi video in it. <laughs> and it was going to get cut. And so every time it was also because it was gaming, but something that a uh, broader audience would understand, immersion's kind of our best bet in that regard because the people see the show and they get what it is immediately. Yeah. So it got cut the year before. It got cut last year. And our YouTube point of contact goes, Bernie goes, I swear you're going to be so happy. We have another Rushi video in this year. It's an immersion. I just here we're gonna put it. Can you turn off the advertising on this on this video? And he showed it to me. It's the immersion I'm not in. It's Gabby. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the space, it's the fucking Space Invaders one. Why Which did they guys is already like all over everything already. Like that's where they put him on buses and they put him on like up in Times Square. He had a billboard. Well, that's why. Yeah, he, he's got the face. It's literally the one I did. <laughs> it's it. This is the one. And they put, they're like, oh, now it, now we can fucking show it because it's got fucking Gavin. Why in did it. they choose that one? It's just most. It's the most recent one. Okay, that makes, that makes sense. sense. And I wasn't quite arrogant enough to go, how about you choose this one <laughs> you should have. instead? How, how about you? any of the other ones? Ad- advertisers will definitely, I think, understand Space Invaders. Like, they'll get that. And a bunch of people, you know, it's all the fans, too, from Australia. It's like it's cool so having the, the community involved. Yeah. yeah, and they'll be featured in this big thing, yeah. in this big YouTube presentation. I mean, this thing is massive. It's like Madison Square Garden last year, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Dude, this thing is like, it's huge. Like, it looks like Citizen Kane, like Grace Helbig walks out and like the whole video wall behind her, like a hundred feet high is a big, her face, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's a, it's a huge presentation that they put on. She's awesome. a hot commodity, that Grace Helbig. Grace Helbig is a hot She is commodity. on everything now. She really is. She's awesome. So um, we were talking about Australia. <clears throat> that made me think about another video I saw earlier today related to Australia. It's a dash cam. This guy's driving down a rural road at night. Fish comes up. Kangaroo comes up, yeah. sees him jumps on his car like jumps like feet first into his windshield and then it sounds like jumps a couple of times on the roof of his car and then takes off and then the guy who's driving you can't see the guy who's driving because it's a dash cam he's just like fucking kangaroos <laughs> <laughs> it's like can you imagine like, what other reaction to- would you have i guess <laughs> it's like is that a common thing that happens there though is it i don't know i'm asking you said fucking kangaroos well, I mean, as if they, it was like a common thing they're they're common roadkill maybe the kangaroos are just wising up they're evolving to hate cars because it takes down That's so true. many of their numbers you killed my brother <laughs> see did you see the here. dash cam video oh i'll let you show this first you got any sound oh, oh my no, god no. Oh, what? Oh. <laughs> wow that was a jump holy shit <laughs> but yeah it, uh, that was awesome. <laughs> There's a, a dash cam video that was just released of this guy who stopped a car and it like slowed down in front of him. And then the guy gets down and starts doing the splits and like doing some sort of dance in front of the car. And the car just drives around him. And it was like. That sounds what? like Russia. Like Logan, it, I think it, it, it was like Russian. Logan Paul. Right? Is that the name of the Viner? Logan Paul? He, it's like a thing I he don't does. think that was him. He stops traffic. He, no, yeah. He just fucks around. He, like, he does splits in the middle like. He'll just be walking like down the road and all of a sudden just drop into the splits like mm. in the middle of a busy New York. I think they might have actually found Sidewalk. it. I think I oh, see it. you guys it. got it? Maybe. Yeah, oh, this, this is, is it. This is not Logan Paul. No, this is like I think some Russian dash cam. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah this guy's awesome. He, he like, drunk. stops the car. Wow, that split <laughs> took like five minutes. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> oh, the driver's having none of it. He like, immediately thinks not, that. Not today. That was the absolute he proper reaction. You know, you know this guy's been chasing this driver down, like trying to show him that he can do the splits for weeks. Yeah. He's like, I've got I him. I finally got he's you. Gonna, he's going to stop. He's going to see I can actually do it. <laughs> I, I, I love like all that dash cam yeah. uh, footage. Is it a, like a really common thing for people to fake injuries from cars hitting them in Russia? Yeah, insurance yeah. fraud. Is that why people have all the dash cams there? Yeah. I saw a, a story kind of related to that where uh, this was in China. This guy wanted to commit fraud. So he saw like a Mercedes Benz stopped in the middle of the street. So he decided to get under the car and act like it hit him. But he had an interesting twist on the idea. He took all of his clothes off and got completely naked and then laid under the car. Uh, it's like, yeah, nobody as if could, that'd be more convincing? <laughs> nobody could figure out why. It's like, did, did he want to make people think that like the clothes got hit off of him? <laughs> Just stripped him. <laughs> right. the car. He just thought they wouldn't ask any questions if he was naked on top of everything else. Oh, they'd just be like confused. What's he got there? It looks like he's posing. Yeah, it's the guy like under the the car. Oh, oh my, my favorite. Goodness. My favorite. You guys can you guys can probably find this pretty quickly. But if you can find the video of the dude in traffic with a bucket on his head, have you guys seen that before? Oh, no. yeah. you know what I'm talking about. So if you guys can find, he's that, being chased by the police, right? I don't know what he's being. I think he's being chased by a guy that he's that he's jumped on the hood of his car. Hmm. And it's like the, it's like one of the greatest videos. Of Was it time. Buckethead, the guitarist? It looks like Buckethead, the guitarist, because he has a big bucket on his head. <laughs> well, while they look for that, um, earlier today I saw uh, a video or an animated GIF of this, these guys who were in traffic in LA, and the traffic was so bad, one of them got out and just like started doing skateboard tricks in front of the car. <laughs> and it was like when the traffic would get up, he'd get back in the car and then go forward a bit. What is the weirdest thing you've seen in traffic? Um, I have I mine. I have mine ready. I'm trying to think. I what saw someone getting thing? a blowjob. There's a guy in the bucket. Oh, watch, there he jumps on the, watch this. He's doing the greatest videos ever. Is it's this like, some guy he doesn't know? Yeah, it's some guy he doesn't know. And he attacks him. <laughs> Give me that bucket. Another bucket. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what do you do? <laughs> At that point, like... <laughs> he had two, two, barely had two buckets on his head. Wait, was it a cop? He had a siren on the top of his car. You sure it wasn't a bucket? Did he? It looked like a, it looked like a, like a solo cup. It they looked, were from it, Bucket it, Land. I thought it like flashed. Didn't it flash? It's a brake light? The thing. That oh, purple the, thing. You'll notice when he gets off, if you want to like zoom. What's that purple thing on the hood? On that thing? I don't know, but it starts flashing. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to see it again, though. Watch the light when he drives away. On the top of his car. It better it better happen. Oh, see, it's oh, like yeah, flashing. Right. Fucking run that guy over. <laughs> what is happening? It's weird. My favorite clips of traffic <laughs> stuff are like someone's in a car, and then someone who's not in a car gets in front of the car and starts attacking them, like hitting the windshield or jumping on the hood, and then that person inv invariably the car just takes off with them on the hood, and then they get hurt. It's like. It is the dumbest tactic. I don't know why yeah, anybody thinks that's a good idea. Vehicle. Yeah. What are you, you going to do? What's the end game here? What is the end game? Right. It's like, of course the person's going to fucking run you over. Yeah. It's going to happen. I once saw a people guy. People are looking for an excuse to run people over all the time. A guy who, while he was driving, was playing the drums. He had a cymbal in the passenger seat, listening to music really loud. And whenever he was parked, he would just, like, get out a stick and start, like, doing the cymbal to the song. Did he have drums, too, or just a cymbal? Just a cymbal. It was just really weird. Like we, we thought he was like that wasn't what we were seeing. We thought it was something else that actually made sense. Right. We got really close to him. He was yeah, he was just playing a cymbal. He's practicing. <laughs> it was really weird. It's really bizarre. I what saw someone getting a, a blowjob in L.A. one time when I was driving. Did you really? How did yeah. you see that? Were you? We. I think it was actually with you and Gavin when I was there for the first time. I didn't well, see a blow never... blow Gavin in front of people. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. How dare you? We were in like some SUV that you had rented. I forget. It was like a big taller car, and we were looking down. I was in the passenger. 
seat of the car and there was a car next to us where there was clearly a woman's head in this guy's lap going like this really maybe she was taking a nap and it was a bumpy road maybe she was playing the symbol <laughs> that was a weird that was a, was that our first trip we ever took to la when you guys it was came actually out? my first time ever in LA. la yeah that's when we had that weird experience with angeline yeah, yeah. when we yeah. saw her all of a sudden that was bizarre that's when you were talking about her then she just like showed up out i of was nowhere. explaining who angeline was it wasn't even Barbara like again. earlier that day it was mid sentence i literally said and she drives this pink corvette and there she is right there <laughs> driving yeah. by and it was so crazy it was like you could feel the presence of angeline nearby well you could I we didn't know who she was at the time. No, you guys are you guys are foreigners. I How still I still don't really know who she is. I know. We, Does anybody? You told the story, but it's like I had I've never heard of her outside of the context of that story. Well, before. next time you go to LA, get Bernie to talk about her. You've show seen up. the billboard, have I? If you've seen, look at the Angeline billboard on your thing. You have. Is seen there a that special billboard. spelling, Angeline? L Y N E at the end, Angeline. Angeline. <laughs> billboard. <laughs> you really like the story of Angeline? Who's over there giggling? Away? It's Brian. Brian is. Bri- <laughs> 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 it's okay, you can laugh. <laughs> it makes it sound funnier when you Oh, look. the bumpy road. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen this billboard. Never? Never. It's like a famous L.A. landmark from the 80s. And there she, like it was there in every, she is. It was like in every movie. You know, I, went, I, every I, TV I, show. I couldn't tell you how many times I'd been to L.A. before I finally saw that fucking Hollywood sign. I probably oh, really? went to L.A. like 10 times before I finally saw that fucking Hollywood sign. That fucking Hollywood sign. That fucking Hollywood sign. Which one are you talking about? How close can you get to it? Like, could I do my my... Landmark photo to it? Do you think? Yeah. Well, well yeah, can you? You, you have to hop a fence, I think, to actually go up next to it. Oh. How, how, how close that. are you allowed to get to it? Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Like, would my okay. joke work with the Hollywood sign? Yeah. No, you'd have to hop a fence, <laughs> okay. but you could do it. I mean, what are they gonna do? Deport you? Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they would. Is this like a how close can you be to elementary school kind of question? No. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> I got you, Barbara. That's a good one. Okay. Let me let me ask you a question. How often for you, Gavin? Does the thought enter your mind of, I can't do this, otherwise I might be deported? Like, if I got busted for something, like, say, I don't know, whatever. Uh, like, if I got out of my car and, like, put a bucket on my head, <laughs> jumped on somebody, two bucks on my head, and jumped on somebody's car, they might take me to jail and go, you're an idiot, pay a fine. <laughs> Gavin, they might go, you're a lo- get out of here, yeah. you're on a visa, you beat it, beat it. Yeah, I didn't do anything. Only Americans can act stupid in this country. <laughs> I don't think you would get deported as easily as you think you would, though. I wouldn't risk it. I, I obey the law fully and always. And honestly, I did in the UK as well because You're a pussy. you can't enter the US. Go you ahead. can't enter the US if you have a criminal record. And I was very aware of that. So I was like, I'm just going to. You can't you know. enter a lot of countries with a criminal record. You don't see you know, us I, being I, babies about it. Well, I mean, does that not worry you that if you get arrested, you won't be able to go to a lot of countries? The fuck do I care? Other countries are overrated. I had a relative that didn't want me to move to Texas because you guys have the death, death sentence here. Really? And I was like, what do you think I'm going to do? <laughs> <laughs> it is something to think about, though, right? I mean, it's you like... You get roped into some shady stuff by accident. Nah. I saw. Um, it's, Look I'm, at who I'm, I'm friends with. I'm glad you brought up uh, the death sentence. I have, I've had this story I wanted to talk about for a couple of weeks now. <coughs> where the state of Mississippi... I'm glad you brought up the death sentence. <laughs> the state of Mississippi approved firing squads as an execution method. Really? The year 2016... Mississippi has brought back firing squads uh, to kill people. Did you see that stat of how many... I might take that. What do you mean? Over, over like, lethal injection? You would just, just get, get blown get, away? Get shot? Yeah. I feel like that's, like, less... What if it's, like, a gut shot, though? Yeah, you get riddled. I don't think they would shoot the, you in the gut. First shot in the head, you're dead. Yeah, but what if, like, they, they all suck? That might like, what if it's all their well. first day? They're just shooting you in the thigh? Like, <laughs> like, we don't have the hang of it yet. Like, what if they're doing, like, a dress rehearsal for the serial killer who's after you? That kind of thing? Like, he's way bigger. He's, like, the marquee. 
You're just the opening act. You're the, you're the undercard. Where would you least like to get shot? In the like dick? in a, in probably Toledo in the dick. <laughs> Detroit. I would like to least get shot. I reckon it seems like the knee would be horrible. Oh. Or like if oh. if, if like you're bent over, bones. straight up the anus. I would knew be that really would bad. be your answer. Uh, I yeah. knew you'd somehow bring it back to anus. Anus is bad. Let me think about that. Because up the anus would get so many organs. There's no, there's no resistance. The neck seems like it'd be really bad, too. Mm. Like, you know, that's Nah, you'd like... bleed out pretty quick. Yeah, that would Yeah, kill but you. it wouldn't be... Yeah, it'd be terrible, though. Like, maybe... I like, would say the knee, too. Or the Did... hand. Seems like it happens all the time. <laughs> oh, I just saw something recently where, like, a guy was testing a gun in a gun range and, like, was pointing it... I think... Oh, you know what he was doing, Gus? He was testing the uh, laser... Uh, sites oh that are trigger activated, yeah. so he's pointing it at his hand, uh, trying to what hand, a and he shoots his hand. <laughs> I'm like, that's one of those things. Like the moment you do it, you know You're what like, a terrible oh, mistake you made. I, I, that was stupid that I was doing. And that. probably it's he's better off. It was his offhand. Mm-hmm. It wasn't his chest. You know, it could have been way worse. But I feel like that's so common that you do something that's maybe a little dangerous, and then you hurt yourself. You're like, oh yeah, that was dumb. Yeah. Why was I doing that? That's what I did when I broke my leg in the water. Mm-hmm. I could have if I had dove in. Divin? What's that? Divin. <laughs> <laughs> Divin. Divin? Yeah. If I had divin in, then I would have. I would be be a totally different world, life for me. Totally have, different from that point. If you, you would have died. I'd be like Gus trying to say words. <laughs> if Jeff. you shot yourself in the hand, go ahead, and it hurt, and inst- and <laughs> and it hurt, but then okay. you cut off your whole hand, you would lose all of that pain. You get new pain, but would you still be able to feel the initial pain? That's interesting. It'd be like a phantom pain at that point, right? Like. You would think you would still have it. What if your body got stuck with that pain? Like you cut your hand off and for the rest of your life, your body thought you were freshly shot in the hand because that was the last sensation that those oh. nerves gave off. You'd have to kill yourself. Like nerve memory? <gasps> yeah, like you were constantly screaming the rest of your life. Because I feel you like you'd, you'd eventually get numb to it. You're like, you oh, can't... Is this, oh, I don't know. Oh, no, do God. we want to see it? Show it? Guys, but you guys got see what the guy's doing. He's like, does that work? Does <laughs> he pointing, shoot off his own he's hand? pointing at his hand. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh, but that's that? what he was doing. He oh. Was, oh, 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 God. He, well, oh, God. Just ouch. Yeah, we see. You it. actually it, don't see anything happening. No, you don't you see anything happening. You see the hand. guy just like. Oh, do you see the blood going right? Probably don't want to kill that. So, all this. All that's this. a trigger warning. <laughs> oh, yeah. that, that was not a pun. <laughs> <laughs> that was not a pun. All not this, intentionally. All this talk of guns when you think of, uh, about something else. I started rewatch. I don't know why, but I started rewatching um, Band of Brothers over the weekend. Such a great show. In a long time since I've seen it. Did you it. like The Pacific? I like The Pacific. I like Band of Brothers way better. I, like, I wanted to like The Pacific as much, but didn't. I think the I think Band of Brothers was better. But uh, in rewatch, I, I probably haven't watched it in close to 15 years. Like close to almost as long as it's been out, right? Gavin and Barbara, do you know what Band of Brothers is? Yeah. It kind of set the standard HBO. for like the... It's the ultra best mega show. series, right? I mean, yeah. in the modern era, like there was like mini series that were on television years ago, like that... Roots and stuff like that. Is probably yeah. you know the most classic one, which stars Lavar Burton. And uh, but Band of Brothers is a World War II series. It's a ten episode, ten episodes, yeah, ten episodes. And it's so it, if you watch it now, it's like every single person in that as a young guy went on to be like a huge star. Yeah, and that's what I'm going to talk about. Okay, do you know who was in that? That I had no. Oh, you, you obviously don't know. But I was I was rewatching episode one over the weekend. Fucking Simon Pegg's in it. Yeah, yeah. Simon Pegg's in it. He's yeah. American in it. Yeah, he's, he plays uh, like an American. Uh, How old is he in it? I knew you were going to say 12? Simon Pegg. It was, so, it was so weird. Really? Yeah. No, I didn't, it's, I didn't it's, even they're all it. like early 20s. I Esther was wow. like, is that, is that Simon Pegg? After rewind, it was like, oh yeah, and it I, is. I want to say... Uh, Michael Fassbender? Jimmy Fallon is in it? Mm-hmm. Jimmy Fallon? Fallon's in it. Uh, yeah. Nathan Philly? No, Nathan Philly's in Saving Private Ryan. Um, Nathan Fillion is the other Private Ryan. 
that they go and they, right. they identify and they say, all your brothers are dead, and he starts crying, and he says, I don't have any <coughs> brothers. That's Nathan Villian. But uh, he's in it. Ron Livingston, mm-hmm. is that who's in it as he's well? It, yep. And then it's, a, it's just a ton of people that are in that. It's considered the best TV show, according to IMDb. Is it really? Yeah. Like they have the top 250 movies. They also have top TV. It's like, and it's number one? It's like Breaking Bad and Game of Thrones and Band of Brothers. I or didn't like oh. the new episode of Game of Thrones. <gasps> you didn't like this? I didn't like it. So By the way, people have given up on spoilers for Game of Thrones. Now people are just posting screenshots. Like, an hour after the show it's airs. It's GIFs that I see. Yeah. Oh, I don't see any of that shit. Yeah, I, they're, I guess they're, I just it's, follow it's, the it's right Even, people. like, the front page of CNN today was like, spoiler, Jon Snow really is dot, dot, dot. And then, like, the image is like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Did you guys Did you guys like it? Did you watch it and like yeah. it? Good episode. It's a good season. I enjoyed it. I was surprised at some things that happened so early on in the season. I did like that they were doing kind of some things that people predicted. No spoilers here. Where Bran is uh, able to see things like in the past. Mm-hmm. And then they were showing some of like essentially the things that happened before the Game of Thrones timeline. That might so mean c- that some actors may come back. That would be cool. That like, would be cool. If, uh, like if if Sean Bean was back in it, that'd be really cool. I would love to see like a young Tyrion, you know. I'd also like to see young Jamie, you know what mm-hmm. I mean, when he was in his prime and all that. It'd be cool. Or like even some of the Targaryens when they were still alive. Yeah, that'd that's really always cool. one of the more interesting parts of the story that they never touch on is right. like Robert's Rebellion and all this. Yep. <coughs> Battle of the Trident. Mm-hmm. All that stuff. It'd be, yeah. be a good way to kill time before the next book. Well, they talked. They thought. They thought. Some people uh, made the conjecture that this entire season was going to be that in order to really? make room for the flashbacks? book. Yeah, it was going to be entirely flashbacks from Bran's perspective. There's also been speculation that in the future there will be spinoff shows about some of the expanded universe stuff. What are they, so what are they doing with Game of Thrones? They're not season six, right? They, they've said that they want to do two more seasons. Including this one? After this one. Uh-huh. And that those two seasons will not be full ten episode seasons. Really? Yeah, they said, I think they, they said after the season in total, they have about 13 episodes left. Here's what I'm doing if I'm really? HBO. Wait. Here's what I'm doing. I'm making another season, and then the last season, whatever that is, eight, I guess. Mm-hmm. You okay over there? Yeah, I'm silencing my phone. I would turn those into movies. I would do, or like one, like end the whole thing on one big movie. Hmm. That's what I would do. It's kind of uh, against their business model, though. Oh, why? I mean, they can, then they can put it on HBO and have exclusive rights to it. Hmm. Do a day and date with theaters and stuff like that. Although it's kind of hard because an hour and a half movie is like in the scope yeah. of Game of Thrones is small potatoes. How do I convince Aaron to watch Game of Thrones? Why wouldn't he do anything that you want? Hold sex. <laughs> that won't do anything. That wouldn't? <laughs> he has a hand. I do that all the time anyway. It doesn't work for anything. <laughs> How did she convince Aaron to watch? So what? So what's, what's, the, what's like? Is Aaron like the ultimate hipster because he doesn't like he doesn't want have, text doesn't messaging? Like Does he not want to do it because it's popular? No. Because it seems like it. that's the case. I think it's just a time thing. Mm-hmm. Just be like, look, spend one hour time with time. me. I know. Yeah. I think it's like I think he probably thinks of it as like a big commitment because it's like. <laughs> so Who's afraid many. of commitment, huh? Fucking red flag right there. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you cannot spare fifty right? hours. That's, uh, fifty hours is a long time. It is a long time, but it's but not that I, long. I convinced him to watch uh, Breaking Bad because he had never seen it before, and I rewatched it with him, and he loved it. And so I wanted to be like, well, just tell him see, that Ga- Game of Thrones is better, or tell him he's a writer. So this is a very popular show. It would make sense for research it would help purposes, his career, to watch that and yes. see what people like. Just one hour, just one hour. That's all you need. Exactly, one hour at a time. And you know, it'd be funny. It'd be funny to have Aaron watch one episode of Game of Thrones and then fill in for us all the backstory. You know, <laughs> or like he's not allowed to watch the first five seasons. He can only watch the season. At the end of season six, we go okay. 
what happened in season one through five of Game of Thrones? Name any character. Yeah. So Teddy calls himself Littlefinger now because we play okay. Masters of Orion. And I, I called him Littlefinger and explained who the character was in Game of Thrones. You know Masters of Orion, the game, right? Yes. It's like civilization. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how he does this, but we'll be playing and JD will like, God damn, there's this uh, race called like the Darlocks for interest. And uh, for interest, for example, JD will go, the, the, the Darlocks are attacking me. I'm sick of them. And then all of a sudden we'll get a news alert and it'll be this other race, the Terrans, went to war with the Darlocks. And so it totally distracts the Darlocks. And neither one of us plays the Terrans or the Darlocks. And we're like, why, why, the, why did the Terrans go to war with the Darlocks? And, and Teddy goes, don't worry about it. Like, he has, like, this diplomacy of this game down to where if he doesn't, like, if, if something's bugging you, he'll go, don't worry, I'll fix that. And all of a sudden, everybody's at war with that person. Or, like, if they're in his way, all these other, like, civilizations go to war with them. He can manipulate, so, like, the, the other civilizations. And it's like, I have no idea how he's doing it. Or it's like, it's like oh, I need 10,000 credits to build this wonder. He goes, and he threatens all the other civilizations, and they give him all the money he needs to do it. <laughs> I don't know how, I really don't know how he does it. It's fucking amazing. He's 11. I want to see a video of that. Yeah, I should, I should, I, I wish it was like some kind of diplomacy score in that game. There's not. But it's weird because he'll just be like, oh, I need to raise like 5,000 credits in one turn. No problem. Here we hmm. go. Jesus Christ. Yeah, don't ever get him mad. I, know, I guess right? it's what, it's what you're getting at. <laughs> he'll swat me. <laughs> All right, here, let me read this. Uh, I want to remind everyone this episode of the podcast is brought to you by MeUndies. Whether you're wearing a suit or sweats, you spend almost 24 hours a day in your underwear. But instead of making a statement like Superman's tights under his everyday clothes, your underwear is probably boring. MeUndies is here to change that. Every pair of MeUndies is made from sustainably sourced modal, a fabric that's twice as soft as cotton. Nothing can describe the fit and feel of MeUndies, but once you try them on, you'll understand why they're called the world's most comfortable underwear. And if you don't love your first pair of MeUndies, they're free. No questions asked. MeUndies has dozens of styles and limited edition prints to help you make a statement with your underwear, whether anyone can see them or not. Shipping is free in the U.S. and Canada, and you can save up to $8 a pair with the MeUndies subscription plan. Get a subscription or a single pair. Get 20% off your first order when you go to MeUndies.com slash roosterteeth. That's MeUndies.com slash roosterteeth for 20% off your first order. MeUndies.com slash roosterteeth. Thank you to MeUndies for your consistent support of the podcast and your very comfortable underwear, which I wear all the time. I had uh, an annoying bastard sat next to me on my flight yesterday. What happened? Why was he an annoying bastard? He was, uh, so I'm in the middle of three. On the plane, it was like three, three, and three, and I was on the aisle middle. And no one sat in the middle seat. So there was me, no one, and this guy. Okay. And I was like listening to the, listening to my headphones. They're like noise canceling, so I can't hear anything. I don't know if he was yelling at me, but eventually he goes, he like starts thumping on my arm. I was like, oh God, what? He was like, is anyone sat here? And I was like, I I don't know. (laughs) And he was like, hopefully not. And I was like, all right, (laughs) went back to it. Then, 10 minutes later, we'd already taken off at this point. He's like thumping on my arm again. I was like, oh my God, this guy. What's up? And he's like, low battery on your headphones. His beat is flashing. And I was like, thanks. I'll know when the headphones turn off. Thanks. Oh my God. And then. Your nightmare. Both of your nightmares. Yeah. He loudly starts like blowing his nose into some tissues. I was like. You can hear it through the noise. Yeah, I was like. (laughs) 
then a flight attendant comes by, starts clearing away drink cups. Uh-huh. I uh, pick up my cup to give to the flight attendant. He leans over me, stuffs his gammy tissue into my cup. Oh, like, why? While, I was like, while it's in your hand? Yeah, I was like, gross! Do it on your side Did with your flight it? attendant. No, he just shoved it in. I was like, this... This guy just doesn't have any social no, boundaries. He's like, horrible. where did you grow up? He's Nobody horrible. does that. What That's flight from horrible. where to where was this? It was from England to Austin. Was he English or American? I think he was German. <laughs> okay. You, don't, have, you have bad was, luck with Germans. He was, he was speaking English with a German accent. But yeah, he was just like all over me. Just. I was on a flight recently and there was a family in the aisle right next to me. And they had a really young kid, and they were watching a movie on an iPad with no headphones. Oh, mm. uh, really? Loud. I hate that shit. Like, not quietly, so just the kid could hear it. Like, loud, so the entire plane could hear it. We, I was, in my previous job, Everyone we had was. a guy that worked with us who had a couple of really weird, annoying habits. I liked the guy a lot. Uh, I know exactly where this is going. It, it, there, was, there was one habit he, he, that he had where, I don't, you guys probably are too young to remember these, but some of the early, like, cell phones... It was just a little little brick about this big, and it had a, like an earpiece. Then you move the earpiece up, and that's how you answered it. So he would always have his ringer on full blast, and it's like not everyone at this point had a mobile phone. So it was kind of like a new thing yeah. that people had mobile phones. Um, I mean, it wasn't crazy. It wasn't like futuristic technology or anything, but it was like not a lot of people had them. So he'd be at lunch, and his phone would ring, and it would be ringing at full volume, and he would get it out like this. and would go ring, and he'd pick it up, and it'd go ring, and they would look at it and go ring, <laughs> and they'd go... And he wait for it like this, and they would ring the fourth time. You go click, hello. It was so fucking uh. annoying. He'd do it every fucking time, especially like you know, it doesn't matter how quickly he got it out of his pocket. He would always hold it there until it rang one more time, and then he would answer it. Did he want? Did he want everyone to know? He's like, I'm pretty receiving much. a phone call. That's all I. That's all I can think is that the guy wanted everyone to know he had he it. He also got on a plane one time. This is the other thing that reminded <laughs> me. Of. Go for it. He guys. had a laptop when laptops were again also yeah. much more rare and much more expensive. We were flying to LA for some reason, and uh, we get to cruising altitude. He busts out his laptop and starts playing like that built-in pinball game, Microsoft Pinball, like in Windows 2000 or something. That game's and wicked, by has, but Space he has pinball? the volume at full blast oh, with no headphones. Oh, that's as well. Like, everyone in the area in the plane's like, Gus, we're like, hey, we're like, you, we can hear your, we can hear your game, and he's like, mm-hmm. And it's like, he wouldn't turn it down. It's like, I said, I said, dude, you're annoying everybody with that. Turn it off. And he's like, he's like, it's fine. Like, just playing away. Play for like 20 minutes yeah. at full volume. A lunatic. A lunatic. I used to love that. He played for 20 game. minutes because that was battery life for a laptop. It was, In yeah. the year 2000. <laughs> and then it was dead. Yep. On his 386 laptop. God, computers, are, computers are, used to be so shitty. I guess that, well, you always say that, right? Like, you look back a few oh, yeah. years, you're like, God, that was fucking terrible. But at the time, it's like absolutely amazing. And you would never, like, you don't see, like, a, maybe, like, an, on a, a really rare, like, Apple Lisa or something like that. But they don't, like, there's no, like, rare collector's computers. You know what I mean? Like, you would never go, oh, check this out. I got, like, a 1986, 286. Right, and you wouldn't use it. Like, not like an old car. Where right. It's, like, it's not like a Beanie one. Baby. Or it's or literally useless. Yeah. You know? It can't do anything. So, so, yep, I've got this 1986 computer. Can't even connect it to the internet. I store all my recipes on it. And, like, yeah. <laughs> what, what is it? Like, how, I, I, I always laugh when I think about the value proposition that computer manufacturers had to make in a pre-internet world. It's like, you want to try to sell a computer to everybody in the world, how do you justify them owning this computer? How do you justify them at the time spending, you know, five or $6,000 on a computer that can do nothing, essentially? Look at that. You can Collectors type computers? some word processing documents. There was a guy yeah. we knew who was like, he was our boss at our old job, and he was part of the tech industry for years and years, like going back to the very, very beginning. 
he had he went to a convention. He had a booth that there was a line around the convention center to see the product that he was displaying. He was displaying a monitor that was black and amber as opposed to black and green. It was like amber-colored letters, like orangish yellow. It's easier on the easier eyes. Easier on your eyes. Mm-hmm. And like people that was so revolutionary, people waited in line hours to see that. It's that's to think about that today is fucking <laughs> nuts. But the stuff that we're like people are like lined up around packs for an to Oculus see like, or something. You know, the old Republic MMO when it debuted. Remember how long that line was? Yeah, it would fill up instantly. Like in the first five minutes the show was open, they'd cap it for the whole day. And people waited in line for eight hours. They kept it in the first five minutes? Yeah, it's like the line would fill up and they'd be like, all right. An eight hour line would and fill it's up in five for minutes. The day. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, when it was debuting. And uh the uh now it's like who, who cares, right? I mean, who cares if mm-hmm. they if they put a demo for the old Republic out on the floor? Everyone would just walk by it at this point. Well, it's still it, a good game, but it's like it's just like technology just falls off so fucking fast. Mm-hmm. It's was unbelievable. Was it the vibe that we tried at? Uh, yeah, was that Pax? Pax, mm-hmm. and how we got like to go in before everyone else to try it. Yeah, that was cool. It's like I can't imagine having to wait in line for something like that. Like that, I would not bother. Yeah. I only wanted to try it because I could go in before. You fucking Barbara Dunkelman. No, I'm, I'm with oh, I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. I'm, I, I, My first mention. I, I, don't, it, like it, I don't understand. It's almost worth an exhibitor line. badge to like get a booth at PAX. Yeah. I, like, what would it cost to get like a five by five booth and get an exhibitor badge? Oh, I think the bare minimum you can get is ten by ten. Uh, well, no, not an artist like alley. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Because then you get an exhibitor badge, and then you just can just walk the floor before anything opens. <laughs> well, they just leave your booth. Well, or just don't have one. <laughs> just like, or you just know. put your table there, and that's yeah. I think you just like walk the floor, and you can like see stuff, even if it's like. They're not ready to show you anything beforehand. At least you're like standing there when the hall opens and then you can just walk up. You're probably giving a lot of people ideas right now. <laughs> good. Take those ideas. Those are free. For RTX. Because you watch. Oh, nope. for RTX? <laughs> Don't, yeah. Do not. That would not work for secret reasons. Good say. If you want to buy a booth at RTX, I'll give you a fucking exhibitor badge. You and your best friend. Buy, buy a booth at RTX. Call Alan Abdeen. <laughs> dot com. I don't even know how to. Call <laughs> There was So you were talking about that German guy earlier. Uh, when I was flying up to PAX East, uh, was it the other week? I had a layover uh, on the way up there in Newark, oddly enough. And I was uh, my, my flight from Newark <laughs> to Boston <laughs> was delayed a little bit. So I went, into, I went to a bar to have a drink. And I sat at the bar. And right next to me was this guy with an iPad. And he had, he had a Skype call. And he was, I guess, calling his wife and was trying to have like a very quiet German conversation with her. And it just sounded super creepy. He'd like be sitting next to a dude who's like whispering German, staring <laughs> at this, you know, <laughs> at this iPad. I was like, "Welcome to the future." So yeah, this is. Did kind it sound of, like really sexual? I, it just like I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I can't do a German accent. Could you? You know some German, don't you? Whisper some German for Whisper us. Whisper some German. That's the cat. That's the only thing you know. That's just my go-to. The cat. The cat. Nine, nine, nine. It's like ASMR but, for Nazis. Yeah, it's like if you don't understand a language. <laughs> It, it, it always, it all, there's some languages that always sound bad if you don't understand them. <laughs> yeah. And German is one of those. So it always German, sounds like someone's angry. German ASMR would be so great. All right. <laughs> I'm going to check your papers now. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm stamping them. Now I'm looking at you. I don't believe Get you. in the chamber. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, Barbara. Oh, God. Barbara went dark with it. I'm allowed to. I'm good. Are you? You're allowed to? Okay. Yeah, I get a free pass. As a Jewish person? Mm-hmm. Fair play. There was a really funny video, though. I was very reluctant to show it to Barbara. <laughs> Did you see the video of the guy who taught his girlfriend's pug to be a Nazi? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was fucking funny. We can't show it on the podcast. You'll have to look it up on your own. Why can't you show it on the podcast? Because it's just too long. 
It just uh, goes on forever. And you got to hear that. You got to hear it and yeah. everything. But a guy, it's a Scottish guy. There's been like a lot of funny Scottish people. You love that guy stuck on the roof. Dude, the guy stuck on the roof is hilarious. <laughs> Did you see the video of the Scottish guy talking to his uh, daughter in the backseat that she wanted a boyfriend? About her boyfriend, yeah. God, that's so, that was so fucking funny. Did you see it? I didn't see that Do one. we have audio? I don't think so. If we have audio, we can listen to the Scottish father talking to his uh, daughter. She wants a boyfriend. Daughter's super cute, and it's just like he's giving her such hell about She must have been, boyfriend. what, six or seven? If that. Yeah. yeah. She's a tiny little kid. Maybe five. She's all full of sass. I love that. Now, I used to have a next-door neighbor that had a daughter. She was all sassy. She'd, like, peek over our garden wall and like give a shit i was like this is perfect i love this <laughs> but guys going back to the idea of people lining up to see things at conventions we've been to a lot of conventions a lot of conventions we've seen a lot of games be marketed and then come out and then it's like okay whatever what do you think is the game that had an unjustifiable amount of marketing in comparison to how long that was a popular game can you think of anything off the i top can of your think head? of one can you think of one okay can you think of one no yeah. you can't think of one you want to count to three? You want to I, say it? Oh, yeah, oh, 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 I go on. I, 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 I think I know three, what it one, is. One, two, three, and then go. One, two, three, say it. Okay, ready? One, two, three, evolve. Firefall. <laughs> I was going to say Firefall, Firefall too. Firefall, Firefall is better than Evolve. What did you say? I said Evolve. Yeah, Evolve. Because yeah. Evolve was at least popular for a little while. Dude. Firefall, they had like the big like statues and stuff too, right? In the lobby of PAX I, Did stuff? Firefall ever even come out? I don't I think so. Yeah. Did it? They, it was like in beta and early Which one was that? What'd that was like it? the shooter MMO, it was like an MMO kind of like planet yeah. side kind of a thing. They always we had like a giant. Um, was it uh, Red booth? Five Studios? Yeah. I want to say. Yeah, uh, they have the video. They with had the a audio, presence at PAX for I think about four years. Oh, here's the. Can we? Do we have audio on this? Yeah, they said they've got audio. Dad, you'll break his legs. No. Yes, I will. Dad. I'm and guess what will happen after that? What? See your boyfriend's daddy. Daddy will take him hostage and keep him in a cupboard. <laughs> You're not going to a boyfriend, you're going to be a nun. You're going to be a nun. You're going to work for Jesus. No, I'm not. I'm going to get a boyfriend. They're who you're going to work for. They're who you're going to work for. End of story. (laughs) (laughs) That guy guy kills me, So great. That guy kills me. Firefall is out. Is it? Is it playable? They just had a patch last week. When was the release date? It came out a while ago. Like, at least a year. It's like the moment they announced that game, it was available at PAX. To you, for you to play. And then it, I feel like it spent four fucking years. July 2014. Is when it came out. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure we talked about whether or not Firefall have, has come out. I'm sure we've talked about that before. I remember Mega64 making fun of them. A Firefall? Yeah. They yeah. did a live stream with them, I think. Evolve, though, was like... Oh, was How there? much money was spent on Evolve marketing, Gavin? I don't know. They, at F- PAX, they had, like, the Goliath... A huge statue. Yeah, it, was it was like massive. 30, 40 feet tall, this thing. I was very excited for that game. So was I. But they just had too many rounds of like alpha and beta testing. And by the time the game came out, I was like, I've already played this so much. Yeah. I, don't even... I feel like that, that's, that's... I don't think they should do You can, you can burn out sometimes yes. like that, but there are some examples where that's not the case. Like uh, Overwatch is launching today, despite the fact it doesn't come out until the 24th. What? Okay, explain this to me. How does it launch and not come out? They, basically, if you pre-order it, you can start playing it. No, wait, it's open for everyone, right? Open beta is May 5th. Open beta is May 5th. Okay, here's what I want you, you to do. I want you to do me a favor. I want you to explain the difference to me between Overwatch and Battleborn. That's why, that's why I think they're doing it, because Battleborn launches tomorrow, so I think Overwatch is trying to beat them out the door. Overwatch is Blizzard? Right, and Battleborn is Gearbox. Gearbox. Yeah. Okay. And Overwatch came out of Titan, the MMO, which fell apart. Maybe, yeah. 
Yes. Yes. So, yes. Uh, um, Overwatch is more of just like a team-based shooter, whereas uh, the Gearbox one is more of it's more akin to a traditional MOBA. You know, oh, there's, okay. there's like NPCs that you escort around and you know try to take over parts of a map. Whereas Overwatch is just like two teams shooting each other. Okay. I mean, there are some obje- there is some objective stuff, but it's not. I miss not quite the same. I miss it when games just used to come out and they were out. Like right. uh, like two weeks ago, I heard that Speedrunners was out. And you've that, been like, playing it forever. I was like, yeah, we've been playing that for years. It's we like, played yeah, that in a podcast. Speedrunners uh, wasn't out. Barbara was yeah, really then, good at it. And now it's like fully out. Only now it's like officially about half released. An hour. Yeah. Well, it's good. Do you remember when we played Speedrunners? That was fun. That was. A, I really want to play that game again. We haven't done a podcast Let's Play in a while, and people want us to play Slitherio. Slitherio. I want right. to play. Because we played Agar. Remember when we played Agario? We had a blast doing that. You mean Agar? Agar IO. I want to play Push Me Pull You. Have you seen that one? No. Have you seen that one? Mm-mm. Sounds like Gang Beasts. You've done a ton it's of podcast Let's Plays with like just you and Gavin or just you and Bernie. Oh, Barbara's fucking And I remember when I used to sit Wait, over what? here in this well, office. Well, we haven't done them in forever because we don't have a space to do them. We haven't done them with just you and me. No, she's crazy. Maybe it was just you and Bernie then. Push me, pull you. It's like two, you and like I will do moves two two-headed <laughs> looking snakes and each player controls one of the heads and you can like make yourself bigger or smaller and you try to move a ball across a court. You haven't seen this? No. Mm-mm. It's really fucking it's weird like looking. I'll look Nobby it up. Nobby Nobby Boy kind of sound? Kind of. Yeah. Yes. Nob Boy. Nobby Nobby Boy. Huh. What's that? Uh, it's a PlayStation 3 game, yep. I think. And it was a <laughs> downloadable game. You're the only person I know who, when you don't know the end of your sentence, you just go... Because <laughs> 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 people will fill in with the it's correct like information. Fart. House House. That looks horrifying. Oh. That looks like uh, Super Sports Friends or whatever. Sports Friends, yeah. yeah. That looks like fun. Let's that looks that. horrifying. Push me. Oh, have you seen uh, the dick jousting game? Barbara would love that. We haven't played that yet. It's not out yet. Oh, that's why. Or is it out yet? So, so this game comes out uh, tomorrow, I think. And it's like if you're longer, you're weaker, so you can get pushed around by the so little one. I don't understand. Like, is this four people playing right now or yes. two people? Everyone, How do you gain every length? Every person controls one head. One head. There's okay. a button you can push to like make yourself longer, and a button you can and push you're to, to like, retract it. Get those balls somewhere. You try to keep them on one side of the. That court. is fucking horrifying. <laughs> we need to play this. That's horrifying. <laughs> it I've looks like shit. Was, yeah. I've been looking forward to this game for so long, and it's finally coming What's out. What's it called again? Push Me, Pull You. Push Me, Pull You. Have you seen the dick jousting game? Yeah. What's it called? Um, I think it's called dick jousting. Dick jousting. <laughs> no, don't look that one up. <laughs> did, you, did you all do a... Have you all played that? No. I don't no? think it's out. I think they just released a... Uh, Is it out? Genital jousting. Maybe. Genital jousting. March. I just heard someone off camera say, just go, yes, under their breath. <laughs> I, it's weird because I heard a lot of hype about this, but I never didn't think it had come out. <laughs> the website is general jousting. Scroll down to consent. Nice. <laughs> oh, nice. So it's out. Uh, wow. Okay. Uh, release is set for 2016. Oh, there we go. It is 2016. Well, we're it is about flaccid penises and consensually penetrating your friends. This is like the perfect game. Have you seen the? You've seen the video of it? No. Oh, show, get, let's see the video for Barbara. She has to see that. Gus, can you get a video? Uh, no. Genitals. Genital jousting. Just anything? Like a gameplay thing? Yeah, a gameplay thing. Genitals. Genital jousting. So you play a penis, and your penis has a butt, and so you just try to get your penis in the other player's butts. But there's like eight players on Do screen not, at one time. Are they, is it a butt or balls? It's a, it's a, it's a set balls of balls with butt. butt on it. It's both. Wait, why not both? There you go. Look. There you go. This is the, oh, 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 it's an anus. Yeah. What did I say? Well, I thought you meant Here like you go, watch butt this cheeks. Oh. This is how it all develops. <laughs> <laughs> oh, getting the red guy got him. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh my god. This is like the bad version of human centipede. 
Why is it longer in this one? Because there's less players. The bad version. Oh, it's, oh, it's so oh. brutal. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it's definitely not safe for work. Wait, so who's the winner there? The guy the, who's well, penetrating. In front. No, whoever's in back. Everyone in who's back. playing wins. Whoever's in back. Okay. That's the winner. You want to be in back. Just like in real life. You're the caboose. If six dicks are shagging each other, which one's in front? (laughs) (laughs) Where to bring it back around? (laughs) What if they make a perfect circle? Then who wins? (laughs) There you go. It'd be tough. I don't think that's ever happened. It could potentially happen. We should try to make that happen when we play. Avoid it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Barb. We'll give it a shot. Um, Yeah. So I I mean, I, I agree with you that I feel like getting back to our original topic. Too many games have too extended period of a time of like open beta. Yeah, it's like you. It's 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 replaced demos. I feel like point. when I can play the game, it's out. You've given it to me. Mm-hmm. I've got the game now. Thanks. I'll play it. Hey, that def- uh, that we're taking your questions at, uh, on Twitter at uh, hashtag RT Podcast as well. Should we? Since we're on the topic of games, should we talk about something Burns? Titanfall is another game where the excitement was short lived. I don't. I don't. I don't agree with we'll that. We'll get to it. Wasn't that short lived? Um, yeah. So we should probably we should talk about the. Um, we've been in development. Um, and we're getting close to finalizing everything for the million dollars butt card game. And everyone is super, super stoked about it. Everyone has so much fun playing this and play tests and everything. And, you know, we're, we're actually about to put out, this is the Laser Team official script, official backer script. These are all in the process of being signed. This one is not signed. But this is actually the very last physical good that we have to send out for Laser Team. We just had to wait until the movie had come out in order mm-hmm. to be able to ship the script to people. Otherwise, that would be a huge... Is it like word for word the movie? It is word for word the movie. Like nothing yes. extra, nothing less? Spoilers. Uh, there's, some, there's some stuff in there that was edited Spoilers. from the movie. Um, you just gave the whole book away for free. Nice one. Yeah, oh, good job. Good. I just pirated the movie. So Jesus. we went through. We were going through making sure that our crowdfunding campaign for Laser Team, that we had met all the goals we said we would. And so the script we hadn't shipped, we were in the process of printing it for it to go out. And then the other thing was that I'm in the process of shooting the last three game times, which were one of our stretch goals. Because we would do laser team stretch goals, and then we would do rooster teeth-based stretch goals. And game time was one of the rooster teeth-based ones. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be doing uh, um, three I'm going to do with, with Meg and one with Marcus. And I still haven't decided who the last person should be. Yeah, I can do it. You want, you want to do it? No, you, we we did one. I've already we did done one. one. <laughs> I did with all you guys, right? Because I played Dungeon... Dungeon, Dungeon and Dashers? Dungeon, Dungeon and Dashers. Dashers, yeah, with you. And we played Ricochet. Yeah. Yeah, so I might do that again. I might might go back, but I, I would like to talk to like I think maybe Ryan. You know, Ryan had like a stream this this weekend that just exploded. Did you guys see that? It was yeah, what, like it, a yeah. clip from it was on the top of video. My favorite thing about Ryan, yeah. he's always talking about how worn down he is by his kids and how his kids are just full on kids. What the first video his kids in is like the cutest kid in the world. Also, I gotta like, say, his place. son is a terrible actor. Why? <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> He was was uh, that really the best take they could get? He was, <laughs> dude. That kid was cute as a button, man. Asking for his flashlight and everything like I that. Like Thanks, how daddy, he's like, you're the you're best, the daddy. best it, daddy, and he hugs him. Yeah. He's like, I it's love like, you, daddy. It's like a kid you would want in a commercial, for, right? Like cereal or something. And then it was like, I even like, I don't, I don't. Unfortunately, I have to admit that I don't know the names of Ryan's kids because he's pretty Eli private with all that and stuff. Something. That, yeah, that, that was Eli. Yeah, Eli. that was Eli, and Eli said, like, do you know? Do you happen to know his daughter's name? Olivia. 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 And Eli at one point in the thing says, my sister, and he like goes on the side to Ryan, Olivia. Like he's like explaining, because <laughs> he calls her my sister and he like explains it to, to Ryan who he's talking about because they wanted to use the flashlight to like, I guess, play some kind of game before they went to bed. I think that made it on the front page of Reddit. It, it did, it did. It, did. It, was super, it was super cool. So maybe Ryan would be, um, you know, someone that would be a good one to do with. He's not laser team specific, but I think people will forgive me 
if not everyone is laser team themed because this run was supposed to be like well only is only marcus laser team specific then well meg's i'm kind of getting away with them because meg is meg is like one of the most popular people that people ask for she was also in laser team like you were she was one of the oh. cheerleaders. So we were, she's yeah, we in. were in Laser Team. But I don't think Ryan's in it anywhere, is he? No. Yeah, so it's there's I can't even stretch and say there's a reason for it. Why but you get Alan I'm it? sure that people were pretty happy. He knows it. people who, who were in it. Alan? Alan Richson? Yeah. Why? Because you just want me to bring Alan Richson back to the office? Maybe you can watch Game of Thrones with him. You have a, you have <laughs> a boyfriend, Barbara. to watch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> don't be sad. Don't be sad. What is it? I, I, man, Bernie's just like derailing himself. <laughs> How no, no, no. I'm, I'm reading. I'm reading Twitter posts. So we're gonna do that. Um, so when we were going through, we were gonna do a report card to make sure that we like fulfilled the crowdfunding goal. Because as you guys know, when we talk about crowdfunding on the podcast, we're very critical of the fact that we had a really good crowdfunding campaign. It was a lot of fun. Uh, we did a lot of cool stuff. Made made the thing we said we were gonna make, and we get so frustrated because there's like, all these other crowdfunding campaigns where. Just that the stuff doesn't come out, you know? Mm-hmm. Did you see the supercut that somebody made of us talking about coin? Oh, yeah. Of it's course. so weird to watch us talk about something over a long period of time because everyone was talking about whether we liked it or hated it. And that was kind of the – and in the middle of it was the uh, future podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So our opinion suddenly changed in the middle <laughs> and then came back, the one we pre-recorded by like a year and a half. Yep. So suddenly our opinion reverted on the coin to what it there was. There was a lot of stuff that we nailed in the future one, like predictions that were right. Everything except that conversation about the coin. No, the coin was, yeah, we were not happy with it. Like, you predicted the, the current level in Destiny. Oh, he did? Yeah. yeah and how are you going to travel by blimp tomorrow? <laughs> oh, blimp. <laughs> blimp. What's a blimp? It's, it's the new way we travel <laughs> in the future. future. <laughs> <laughs> it's a future technology. <laughs> they, uh, but uh, it, it was funny because, you know, that was, to me, the funny thing about that was we kept bringing up whether or not it was actually crowdfunded or not. That was part of the conversation, and it was funny because you keep calling it not crowdfunded. You called it pre-order. It was crowdfunded, though. I'm not. Here we are. This we've had this conversation because I just watched the supercut. <sighs> I'm not entirely sure it was. Could you buy it on Kickstarter or did you buy it from Coin? It it doesn't matter. It just, they didn't use a crowdfunding service, but they didn't make them until everyone had spent money. Right, so they you did say that in one of your arguments. I actually agree with you. You are correct. So, so what's the difference? It's the though, same Gavin? as a pre-order, though. Yeah, it, they like you yeah, pre-order a you, game. They haven't fucking made the game yet. They're not the using the pre-order money to make the game. How do you know that? Because they're not. They're making it anyway. That's what. That's like the big incentive for pre-orders is to like get a well, cash Gavin, infusion. Maybe at they the were end. making the coin anyway. I mean, I don't think why can't I just apply that same logic? I mean, because a game like Halo Halo Six is going to come out. You can pre-order it if you want. It's still going to come out. Anyways. Oh, we didn't get enough pre-orders. We can't sell no, Halo it's actually, 6. It's actually a relevant discussion because so we, we cool wanted movie. to do another crowdfunding campaign, but obviously it's like we've made Laser Team, we made a movie, so we're trying to figure it out, and it's we've never done a card game before, so this is something that we've never done before, so this seems like a perfect way for us to do another crowdfunding campaign. But this one will be super simple that we're going to do for the Million Dollars Butt card game. It's basically just going to be the cards. It'll be the deck. Um, we have a designed expansion deck. And then there might be like one or two other things. I think on Laser Team there were like eighty tiers or, or like a bunch, something twenty like that, tiers yeah. or something like that. There won't be all that stuff. So, yeah, and it's a, it's pretty important to us because I think our audience knows about the Million Dollars Butt card game. They know about the Million Dollars Butt show, but Kickstarter and this this one we're going to do on Kickstarter. We're gonna actually going to start it next Wednesday, May eleventh at noon or do we say 1201 p.m we're doing it just to be clear 1201 central time we're going to start it and we'll have like we'll put up all the information about the game all the graphics we actually have like a prototype made of the whole thing it's gonna be so much fun it's fucking awesome yeah and uh we just in fact before this we had dinner with the team that was in charge of designing the game which is like people from the game development group 
you know, some of our graphic designers, our merchandise guys. One of our guys flew over to China last week and was like babysitting the prototype as it came off the press just to make sure it'd be ready to go. And so, but Kickstarter has like this whole community that's based around like tabletop and board games. Yeah, it's huge. And, yeah. And so it's like, it just kind of, we could just do pre-orders, I guess, for the thing, you know, if that, we could do it that way. But if we're doing it on Kickstarter, it's like a way that we can get like a lot more press about it, a lot more marketing and, you know, just get the name of it out there a little bit more, mm-hmm. I think. So Also, this, I think, could expand it beyond the Rooster Teeth community because this is a game on its, like, on its own that could really be more involved with everybody who doesn't necessarily know Rooster Teeth. Yeah. And plus it gives us an excuse to also halfway through the campaign that we'll do like that live stream where yeah. we get like go and we play it and all that stuff. And so it's a lot of fun. I can't, I can't wait. I can't wait. So that'll be Wednesday, May 11th at 12.01 p.m. Central Time. And we'll have more info. You won't be able to avoid it. I did like everyone's like stuff. speculation and like trying to make the game themselves on Reddit and stuff. I thought it was nasty. crazy to me. And it's funny that none of them got it. Like none of them actually did it the way that we that we did it. it. Yeah. Well, there's a couple. There's a. I don't want to give away too much information because that'll be part of the first day of the campaign. Um, is there's a couple different variants too. Like mm-hmm. it's more than just one game in the card set. Like you can play them different ways. But it was nuts because I was just walking by Brian, who's off stage here, giggling away. Um, <laughs> and uh, we, I was walking by him. We were we were like in the doors between doors, right? We were in that little hallway there, right? And I was like, he's walking by, and I was like, hey, we should make a game. Based on million dollars, butt the show, and he's like, "That's a good idea." And he and he walked away after like a two minute conversation. And the next day or the day after, he had a set of rules and he had in like a fifteen card deck essentially that he had just made and like as a starter for it. It's like and from that moment, it was just like it just took off. Like everybody really got fast. involved. Yeah. it was what a month. Yeah, that Not we even. went from like the concept <clears throat> of it to have we we probably went to like a working concept in like two weeks. And then playtest and playtest and playtest. And now here we are here. And it's like we think we're ready to get to the point where we're getting solid and we can do a campaign and get the thing out the door. Be incredible. So, And we, we'd love to show it to you, but we're going to wait until the first day of the campaign to show you that stuff. So next week. Really excited for that. Yeah. People don't have to wait too long. It's uh, just a little over a week. Just a week. <laughs> it's another crowdfunding campaign we'll be able to deliver. So you have a 100% success knock, rate. Knock, 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 knock. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I have to uh, to finish all my shooting all my game times before we do that. Do you think between us at the company, we've been on the front page of Reddit more than any other company? I think that hydraulic press channel is constantly on the front page now. Oh, is it just like every new video? Every video is now on the front page. (laughs) Although, like, whenever, like, anybody from our company does an AMA, it's always on the front page. And then a lot of our videos get to the front page. Yeah, but we don't do them as frequently. That's true. I mean, like the hydraulic press is like every day. Oh, what do they do? I, you, you, I don't even have to subscribe have to the to YouTube channel. It's just going to be on Reddit. Like, oh, there it is. We should yeah. try to. Uh, it'd be funny if, if he said at the end of the video, you know, if you want to know when a new video comes out, just look at the front page of Reddit every week. Yeah. <laughs> we should try to make it our goal to be on the front page of Reddit every day. We will fail. <laughs> what do you yeah. mean? No way. You know, R- Rebecca. Let's get a hydraulic press. I can't even pronounce this. It's on her on Twitter. She's Rebecca Olumbia. Nice and name. she was saying. What's that? Rebecca Columbia. Rebecca Columbia. Thank you. She, uh, she says, all right, we have our mission. Let's crash Kickstarter. That's pretty much, yeah, let's do that. Let's do all it. just show up and do it. 12.01 p.m. You think, we could, you think we could do that? Sure. Why not? That'd be good press if we could do that. That would make people aware of, of the game. Good hydraulic out. press. That would be awesome. And I, I, I like this lady a lot on Twitter because she did a thing for The Amazing Race where I guess she does some kind of statistical analysis. Yep, it's her. I'm looking at her Twitter feed. Uh, she did an analysis of... All of the remaining. I'm in now in the final four. Ashley and I are in the final four for Good the Amazing Lord. Race. Holy shit! Yeah, we're. Uh, this is the second to last episode this Friday. So, um, 
the uh, so so Rebecca Lumbia, she did a statistical analysis of of all the placements uh, and the trends of our placements over okay. the course of the entire race. And then she did player uh, place versus leg. She did a normalized prediction, uh, and then she did a full statistical analysis to determine who was going to win. So, and it depends on um, you know which method you have for analysis. Some of them in the normalized one. We come in second, it looks like, but in just the straight trending, we come in first. So, so if I you, like the straight trending version better. If you come in first, you get a million, million dollars, million bucks, a lot of money, a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to wear gold shorts on national television. Can can we? Now, this may sound selfish, like against you, but can we put that into an episode of Million Dollars But and make it a real one? Uh, like I'm basically saying, give us the money. And but, we'll make a video. So they make an actual episode of yeah. Million Dollars, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. but if a million dollars. everyone, if multiple people agree to it, you only have one million. It has to be the first person to agree to it. Yeah. I'm not, Before, I'm not, like, it gets not, a, It doesn't matter. I'm not doing no, it. No, we're doing it. We're, we're, we're doing it. <laughs> I'm yeah, not doing do. it. Here, let me, let me if read I, this. If I win, here, here's what I'll do with that money. Shoop. <laughs> right <laughs> in my pocket. That's what I'm doing. Let me read this. I uh, want to remind everyone, this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Pro Flowers. Mother's Day is this weekend. It's only six days away. Mom has always been an expert on everything. Cooking, relationship advice, fixing your cuts and bruises. The one thing you can't go to her for advice on is what to get her for Mother's Day. Not to worry, you'll look like an expert on Mother's Day when you use Pro Flowers. Get Mom 100 blooms with a free glass vase for $19.99 plus shipping and handling or make her day extra special. Upgrade to a premium vase and add gourmet chocolates for just $9.99 more. Go to proflowers.com today and use code TEETH. ProFlowers takes all the guesswork out of sending mom, grandma, or wife the perfect Mother's Day gift. You can't beat the price and convenience. ProFlowers takes care of all the details. Here's the only way to get 100 blooms with a free glass vase starting at $19.99. Visit ProFlowers.com, click on the blue microphone in the top right corner, and type in teeth. That's ProFlowers. Click on the microphone, type in teeth. Mother's Day is this weekend, so order today. Time is running out. This offer expires Friday at midnight. I just placed my order earlier today. So thank you to ProFlowers for sponsoring this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast. Um, I didn't mean to, to distract. I did want to talk a little more about the, the amazing race uh, and this past week's episode. So you, you're, you're really far. Like I said, there's only, what, four teams left now? There's only four teams left. And um, we're on our way to our final country. People were very curious to see how this double U-turn was going to play out. Seemed like yes. it was, uh, there was a, there was a lot of discussion about it, not only in our community but in like the Amazing Race community yeah, yes. all over the place. And, and the I, U-turn, do you want to explain what the U-turn is? You yeah. can put someone up there, and they have to go back and do the other roadblock. Was it uh, detour? The other detour. Here right. is the important part of it. So you basically take a linear thing when you go through a leg, okay, and then you get to the detour. You get a clue from the clue box, and it says you're at a detour, and you can do thread or you can do bread. And if you do thread, you have to go make a carpet. This was in Armenia. We had to do that. Let's go go to this carpet uh, company and make part of a carpet. Um, and they'll show you how to do it. Or you can do bread where you have to find this bakery. Here's the name of the bakery. Go there and make 15 traditional Armenian bread called lavash. It looks so good. And that's what you do. And when you're choosing it, you don't know who's already gotten the clue for the detour and who hasn't. And so some of them only have like three positions. The lavash thing only had three ovens. So if you got their fourth and four teams chose... That, that task, the fourth team to arrive would either have to leave and go to the other one, which would cost them time, or just wait for somebody to finish, which is just excruciating if you're in that position. Um, so then after the detour, 
you go to another clue box when you finish whatever the task is. You go to another clue box, and then that usually tells you to go to your roadblock. Once a season or twice a season, they will, between the detour and the roadblock, they will put a U-turn. And that is when you get to it, it's a board where you can put up another team's picture. They have to go back and do the other detour. Now, keep in mind, the teams split up to do the different detours. And so you could get to the U-turn board and have no idea how long it took the people to do the other detour. They might already all be past the U-turn. And when they're past the U-turn, if you U-turn somebody, you wasted it. I feel like that happens most of the time. Yes. Most of the time there's a U-turn used. The People have already gone past. Yes. They're like, I'm going to, you know, you, you turn Jimmy and Kimmy. And it's like, Jimmy and Kimmy have already been by the thing <laughs> by an hour, and you just wasted it. And, you know, then you get a clue and, and run on to your next thing, to the roadblock. Um, and in some, it's a single U-turn where only one team can be U-turned. In some, it's a double U-turn. So what happened in ours, it was a double U-turn. We started off the day with a detour. The problem was with only five teams left, and this is a spoiler for the last episode in Bali that we did. What was really unique in this situation was all the teams did the same detour, which is almost never happened. Mm-hmm. So everybody knew where everybody was at that point in time. So Tyler and Corey finished the detour first. They started the day about five, about 10 minutes ahead of us. And we spent the whole leg. Just We had the fastest leg, but it just we didn't we, we, we made up nine minutes and 45 seconds, essentially, because we were about 10 seconds behind them to the mat. And uh, they got out of the first detour. We had to carry these coconuts and the chickens. Um, and, <laughs> and then they got to the U-turn board first. They U-turned Brody and Kurt, who started the day in last place and worked their way up to third uh, in the detour. But we were second. So we get to the board. We see that Tyler and Corey have U-turned Brody and Kurt. And there's another space. It's a double U-turn where some team can U-turn another team. Our plan the whole time was to U-turn Tyler and Corey because they were the team – Right now in the race, they're the team that's hot. They're winning first place. We're racing them to the mat all the time. Brody and Kurt, the Frisbee guys, had had the most first place finishes, but they were kind of falling off a little bit. I mean, they finished. They were starting the day in last place, and you go through these troughs uh, in the race. So we would have U-turned Tyler and Corey, you know. uh, But then we get to the mat, the U-turn mat. We see that Tyler and Corey have already gone through. They've U-turned Brody and Kurt. So we're looking at that and we think, okay, what can we do with this board? This is the situation that we're given. We, what can we do to make this work? So we looked at it, ran through the scenarios really quickly. Well, we could U-turn uh, the dancers, Matt and Dana, or we could U-turn Sherry and Cole. And honestly, at that point, we're like, we want to keep both those teams in the race because we feel like we can beat them in the finals. So I wouldn't want to throw them under the bus um, and you know potentially knock them out. Or we could do nothing, and then Brody and Kurt would U-team, no, you U-turn either else. the dancers mm-hmm. or the or Sherry and Cole. Probably the dancers, which I think would at that point I would have thought would have been a bad choice. So we made the decision, instead of doing nothing or U-turning one of the other teams, we used our U-turn to U-turn Tyler and Corey because we took advantage of that rule that you might make a mistake and U-turn a team that's in front of you. We intentionally U-turned a team in front of us to 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 waste our U-turn, and then that filled the board, and so nobody else could U-turn anybody else, and that's what eliminated Brody and Kirk because they were the only people who had to go back and do this other challenge, which was the the seaweed challenge. That looked tough. Looked like a nightmare. Mm. It looked like a it looked like a friggin' nightmare. So, so was, was that the first intentional waste of a U turn? Apparently not. No, the twenties, this like really like rambunctious team from season twenty one, apparently did the same thing at one point. So they were then they were calling us out. The twenties are like, if you want to go back and watch the All Star season, I think it was twenty four, season twenty four. They're awesome. They're like two. I think they're from Sri Lanka. 
and they just are they're, they're twin sisters they argue fucking constantly <laughs> they're like what are you doing you're so stupid no you're stupid and then they just yell at each other constantly That's awesome. super entertaining super entertaining and uh they uh Anyway, so they had apparently used that strategy at one point. I had not seen that season of uh, of theirs. I had seen them on the All Star season. I think they got eliminated like right away, but I hadn't seen their original season that qualified them for All Stars. How does the All Stars work? Is it only people who've won? No, it's the opposite. I don't think they've ever put people who have won back yeah. on the show oh. ever. Yeah, they Did were originally in season twenty one, and yeah. they came back for the All Star. I say one. Was that twenty four? It was in twenty fourteen. So I think that might have been might have been twenty four. I think it's twenty four. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it, it was it played out well. It was it was it was funny to watch people try to grab those chickens. Stop it! Those yeah, were, those were some scrawny chickens. That, I was actually worried about that part for sure. Was was the grabbing of the chickens? Ashley took over the chicken part. She Why was, are you worried about chickens? Just because they're, they're a wild card. I, I when they put the snakes around our neck in the first leg in Bali, I was more worried about hurting the snake than anything else. Like people people thought, are you worried about having a snake? around your neck and I was like no I was worried about hurting the snake it takes a lot to hurt a snake I know that and actually when the guy pulled it off my neck he like just reached out and grabbed it and like ripped it from my neck essentially so hurting an animal is the worst I agree whenever I hurt my cat by accident I feel so bad I was once I don't know those bouncy balls I was just like bouncing it around the house because I'm seven years old apparently I just went like doing like over the kitchen counter doing and it just bonked my cat on the head and I was like oh you want to hell for that one yeah Pretty funny though. But guys, the reaction to that has been really funny, that U-turn thing, because I'm not sure what they probably were just really big fans of Brody and Kurt, which I totally get. Everywhere we went in the world, Brody was like this magnet. Like he has a huge personality. Everybody loves this guy. Everybody. Um and he uh you know, he's with Kurt, and Kurt's like one of the most respected racers, like from anybody else. Like he's probably one of the strongest people that would be in the amazing race. But the reaction we got was like 85% of the people told us. That was great. That was brilliant strategy. 10% of the people were like, you are the fucking devil. Really? <laughs> I hate you. You're the worst thing that's ever happened to the Amazing Race. I mean, I had people tell me that. They were are like, there a I- lot of people tweeting you who don't know Rooster Teeth at all? Yeah. Who are just watching the Amazing Race? Yeah, it's like a totally different demographic. It's like, it's like guys from rural communities that are like 45 years old. Wow. And they're like, they, you know, it's just like an audience that we don't normally reach with Rooster Teeth. Um, and like they're the devil they're never gonna watch Amazing Race anymore because me and Ashley you know that's about 10% of them the other 5% is people going what the fuck just happened somebody please explain to me what the fuck happened like they were very confused why Tyler and Corey didn't have to go back and do another challenge oh yeah they already passed they were already passed they never came back to the U-turn you have to see your picture on the U-turn board in, other, in order to go back and do the U-turn. So if you just U-turn. run by closing your eyes? No that doesn't work either Gavin no it's a linear thing once you pass it you can't be. Why were people thinking you were the devil? Is it because they like Brody and Kurt? No, it's a weird thing because they wanted to see someone get screwed over. Well, there there could be over. some people who wanted other teams Air eliminated. Like they might have they might have wanted a, a team they didn't like to get U turned, and then Brody and Kurt to beat them. Um, there was a very valid argument that the roadblock after the U turn was a cliff diving one, and it wasn't really one that anybody could screw up. So whoever got U turned. They basically didn't have a chance to catch up. Right. They, it wasn't like a, a challenge. It wasn't like it was a building. Just you, you climb and then you jump. It was an extreme thing, which is sometimes you know you can get someone who gets locked up and won't go off, and then I mean that's happened. And they in thought the past. that might happen to Cole because he had the the freak out on the mountain. He did. Yeah, he had the freak out on the mountain, and also that was a roadblock where they hid what the challenge was. They made us go to a paddleboard shop. And Ashley's our person who does all of our balance stuff. That's what, and I would do height <laughs> stuff and strength stuff. 
and puzzles, and she would do balance funny? and dancing and it musical stuff. It's funny that you could like separate out like balance stuff as a genre. Well, I think women <laughs> typically have better balance because they have a lower center of gravity. All I know is I've been to a beach with Ashley, and I've been on a fucking paddleboard, and I embarrassed the shit out of myself falling <laughs> off that fucking <laughs> thing. I went to the the doctor fairly recently, and I had like a, an annual checkup, and the doctor was like, "Oh, how's your balance?" I was like, "Yeah, it's good." He's like, "Try standing on one leg." I tried. I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I was like, "I guess I don't do that often." Where were you judging your balance what? on before that? I, I was like, "Why would, would my balance be bad?" But I guess because like, you're drunk. Yeah, maybe. But I, I were you sober? Yeah, I was. I was really disappointed Why in myself and in trouble? my own balance. <laughs> so I could see why you 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 divvy up balance. Yeah, it's just like There's a really just certain s- skills that you determine who's good mm-hmm. at. It's just an odd one to determine and like separate from other skills. Balance, <laughs> like very specific stuff. balance. Yeah, like if you have to walk across like a thin. Yeah, if you're doing like challenges like on the Amazing Race, yeah. I can see balance being something. I see that... d- balance. I who would does think who speed. does your crawling? <laughs> we don't have crawling, right? Because <laughs> why would you separate that out? Because it's different senses, Gavin. We just broke it up that way. So balance is a. I would right. do the crawling. The, the sen- <laughs> what? what were you about to say? What was he about to say? <laughs> I mean, it sounds like you're agreeing with me, right? <laughs> the, sen- the sense of crawl. <laughs> the sense is the sense of crawl. The sense of Amazing Race. But the the clue that we got, the roadblock's weird because that's where you have to choose one person to do it, and then you can't switch. That person is doing that task. So we're at a paddleboard shop, and the the um, the clue was, who's ready to sail into the blue? And it was like, okay, this is going to have to like paddle across a lagoon on a paddleboard. Ashley's going to do it. It's like, nope, you're jumping off of a 40-foot cliff. And that's what it was. They tend to do that like, like switcheroo ones occasionally. Mm. Um, anyway, so, yeah, so we get, it's, it's interesting the feedback on it. I think, Gus, why some people get mad is either it's their favorite team or they wanted another team eliminated. Or there's just some people who don't think that you should use the U-turn in The Amazing Race. That right. that's, not uh, yes. what, that's not what that's for. The Amazing Race is a race. And don't use the U-turn. People e- get upset about it, the U-turn very every frequently. Season. Every season. Every it's, season yeah. people get upset about it. Um, and also maybe they think that you're abusing the rules or using the U-turn in a way it's not intended to be used. That's correct. But That's, you are playing by the rules. By design. That is, that is a, a way you're supposed to use and the And people U-turn. say you shouldn't be able to U-turn somebody who's already passed the board. It's like... It's Th- like that would that, that would, be would violate the the rule that that like people use it incorrectly. We right. intentionally used it incorrectly. That's that's what made our situation unique. So who used it on Brody and Kurt? Tyler and Corey used it in front of us. Oh. Tyler and Corey show up to the board. It's blank. They U turn Brody and Kurt. We show up. We see Brody and Kurt have been U turned. So we U turn Tyler and Corey. Mm-hmm. But Tyler and Corey are long gone. So we've wasted our U turn on Tyler and Corey. Just as- further slow down Brody yeah but that means Brody and Kurt can't U-turn anybody else that right. means because now the board is filled there's only two slots so now Brody and Kurt have to do the, the detour again but nobody else has to I'm surprised to. they didn't U-turn you guys what do you mean because you've been behind oh, them oh Tyler and Corey yeah yeah well that's one of the we have come in now we set the record on this one for the most amount <laughs> of consecutive second places set or tied we, well we tied yeah. sorry we tied uh, we tied the reporters from last season who by the way I should point out won the whole thing they won the last leg so, um, Why are you pointing that up? What's that? Why are you pointing that up? Because, listen, things tend to happen. You know, it's, it's, you know things happen on The Amazing Race. Some things are like uh, karmic traditions. We're going to start up the next episode and you're just going to be like eliminated right away. <laughs> <laughs> it's like 30 <laughs> seconds in, Bernie falls. <laughs> <I guess. laughs> like he's back in the balance and he At breaks the starting away. That. And the, then um, it's been healed since then. But, uh, yeah, I, it's a good question. I mean, I, w- one of the nice things about being in second place is like everybody's beaten us to the mat. You know, Tyler mm-hmm. and Corey and Bernie Kurt have. Um, and Dana and Matt also have a win. So everyone feels like if they need to, they can beat us. But Brody and Kurt have beaten Tyler and Corey to the mat 
in first place many times, so they probably felt like more of a threat to them, even though we have the best average over the last five legs by far. Yeah. Like, we're just crushing it on the last five legs, being consistently in second place. But it doesn't look like it because we're not winning, like, a trip to Helsinki or something. Mm-hmm. But we're literally, like, 20 seconds away. You're practically <laughs> there, first place. There has been, in this race, you watch the Amazing Race a lot, right? Oh, yeah. The best thing to think about how competitive this season was, we were never alone on the mat with Phil except one time in Cartagena, and that's it on the seawall. And we were, like, not that far behind uh, Brody and Kurt. Every other time we've been on the mat with one other team or four other teams or eight other teams in Chamonix. It's been crazy. Usually it's like Phil says, you're the sixth team to check in. And we're like, yay. And then you just answer a couple questions and you leave. But – Every minute, somebody's running up to the mat, like right behind you. That's how close all yeah, these races really are. it's been really tight. Even uh, when y'all were leaving the, the boat at the beginning of this past episode, you know, they had the timestamps. It was very clear. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was just back yeah. to back to back. And like I said, we had the fastest leg in this race. We had the fastest leg in Bali 2, but it wasn't enough to make up the deficit. This is one of the few times where the, the finish time has carried over and been impactful on the next leg. Mm-hmm. Anyway, enough Amazing Race talk. Ashley and I do a podcast for the Amazing Race. Uh, we're recording it tomorrow, and it, we put up what, guys? Thursday? Is that right? Thursday or Friday? The Amazing Race Podcast? Yeah, the Amazing Race Podcast. What are you going to spend a million on? Tarp. So I said before the race that should I win the million dollars, I was going to buy a Rolls Royce and use it for Uber and pick up people in a Rolls Royce. Genius. But now I feel like I said that and now it's the final four and I'm like, oh, fuck. (laughs) You have to deliver. I kind of do, right? I kind of do. How long does it take to get a Rolls Royce? Like the wait time? Yeah. Why are you asking me? I assume there's not a long wait time. I don't know if there's I mean, how many a lot of people Rolls buying them. They don't make very many, I imagine. But I also imagine not a lot of people are buying them. Oh, that's so cool. The, the wheel where the R stays upright the whole time. Yeah. That yeah. is top. That's classic. Well, if you that's just pulled, you just pulled up to like an Uber, like, what is this? Yeah. You should replace the R's on the wheels with just the Uber logo that doesn't rotate. Or just like a B. Go fuck yourself. A Bulls voice? <laughs> <laughs> My favorite car. Uh, the but I do want to say thanks to everybody who helped us <laughs> trend uh, Bernie and Ashley on Twitter last week. That was really fucking cool to see. Did like, it work? Yeah, yeah, totally worked. Oh, wow. I Every- thought because everyone did it on the podcast. Yeah. It would have been diluted slightly. No, but everybody, everyone well, figured out remember. everyone was there and tweeting. Except for you who said you'd do it. And you didn't do it. Well, I I was, it. it was like four in the morning for me where I was. Yeah, I had an unrelated tweet. tweet. That I just hashtag Bernie and Ashley. <laughs> What's that? You just a random tweet? Yeah, it was a tweet. I, I, I remembered I had a dream about Sofia Vergara. So I tweeted about that and just hashtag, hashtag Bernie and Ashley. People should just hashtag every tweet they make that night with Bernie and Ashley, yep. regardless of what it's so about. I'll do it the week after you're eliminated. What's Maybe? that? I'll do it the week after when you're not on it anymore. You know, if you've lost. There's only one episode left when, in which anyone can get eliminated. Wait, is, is that true? Is after, after the, the season's over. No, this okay, is the, the last the leg before episode. the finale. Oh. So this is like, this is the last country. After that, they finish in the U.S. always. Okay. It's a race around the world. You start in the U.S., you finish back in the U.S. Wow. Is it ever in the same city that someone's from? But Yeah. A lot of times they start in L.A. Oh, and end in L.A.? Yeah. I think a lot of times it's they end in New York or L.A. or they did like Nantucket last year, Cape Cod or something Oh, like right. That. I forgot about that. Yeah. Would you be annoyed if the final map? Spot was outside your front door. <laughs> no, that'd be fucking awesome. Because <laughs> you don't even you're done. You're like, all right. So the Rolls Royce Phantom Drophead Coupe has a weight of 15 months. It's a pretty what? sweet car, though. Oh wow! How much is one? Uh, if you want to buy, like, if you want to buy the cheapest Rolls. Well, let me let me go back on my uh, thing then, because I want to be able to do it right away. So I'll do a Corolla instead. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you know the wait time is important. Right. A, little, a little over two hundred thousand dollars. Woof. That's a lot of money. It's for the cheapest one. It's not a million dollars. That's a lot of money. 
It's true. <laughs> now, let me read. Uh, let me read this other thing here. So, did we win the hashtag battle versus Ky- Kyle and Tori? <laughs> Corey and Tyler. No, unfortunately, we did not win the hashtag battle, but we were close. Much like our participation in the Amazing Race so far, we came a very close second. So, all right. Want to remind everyone? This episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is also brought to you by Sherry's Berries. Mother's Day is this weekend, only six days away. There's no one quite like mom. Every mom is unique, and we wouldn't want to change a thing. With Mother's Day just around the corner, we have a great way to show mom how much you appreciate her. Surprise mom with something unexpected and as unique as she is, Sherry's Berries. Right now, get Sherry's Berries freshly dipped strawberries starting at $19.99 plus shipping or double the berries for just $10 more. It's an exclusive offer for our listeners. Go to berries.com, click on the microphone in the top right corner, and type in code TEETH. Berries are dipped in milk, white, and dark chocolatey goodness. They're topped with rich chocolate chips, chopped nuts, and signature swizzles. You pick the delivery date you want, and it's guaranteed. Customer satisfaction is always guaranteed, or your money back. It's a win-win. Uh, the only way to get this amazing deal, freshly dipped strawberries starting at $19.99, or double the berries for just $10 more. It's an exclusive offer for our listeners when you use code TEETH. Visit B-E-R-R-I-E-S dot com. Click on the microphone in the top right corner. Type in teeth. Go to berries.com. Click on the microphone. Enter code teeth. It's a limited time offer and Mother's Day is this weekend. So make sure you order now. Thank you, Sherry's Berries, for making delicious strawberries and supporting this podcast. Um, I saw a story that uh, I thought was really funny in the UK where this guy saw I, I didn't know this about the uk you know I, I knew that they they had like you know speeding cameras to catch people who are speeding obviously yeah but i didn't know that the uk had mobile speeding cameras where i guess they'll just park a van in an area and it's got a camera on it and then they'll set it up to catch people who are speeding this guy noticed that there was a, a mobile uh speed camera set up so he parked behind the van love this dude and then popped up his trunk to block the camera <laughs> and then just walked to the pub I'm going to go drink. Genius. How did he not get arrested? There it is. He put his car there. <laughs> and just left it like that. Uh, it's like totally- Yeah, there's loads of those. Especially on bridges, you find them. So it's shitty. Like, I, I hate that. I, I hate automated like traffic stuff. Also, I hate like, it. Could that get you a ticket even though like they didn't catch you speeding at the time, like physically? Well, like here's the thing. What Barb, let's say you go to court, right? Yeah. What are you going to do? Put the camera on the stand? I mean, it's... How's you don't camera- ask you questions. You just look at the photo. What do you mean? What if the camera malfunctions and the camera got take the a fo- wrong... Right. The wrong does the camera take a photo like- of the car and of the red light? No, it just takes a photo of the car and you assume it's the right time. Like, I feel like some so person has to what physically catch you speeding to be able to give you a ticket for it. Right. There are some that are, like... Or even a speeding one. It just it notes the speed and, and takes a picture of your car. Are you worried like, that the camera's lying or it's malfunctioning? It's malfunction. malfunction. Well, there's a lot of average speed cameras where two cameras are involved. Do you have those? Oh. No. It no. takes a picture of you at one set. And then, like, a mile down the road, it takes a picture again. Why are you so comfortable with, like, all these Orwellian laws? Why are you just so, like, completely comfortable with, like, a camera sending you a ticket? Well, because it, I don't break the law. Like, no, it's because you don't drive. Yeah. <laughs> it is. No, it's like, good, right, Barb? It's because he, he doesn't drive. You always it's get annoyed with me yeah. when I don't care about security cameras. It's like, I mean, it's... I feel safer with it there. If I get mugged, then some prick's on camera mugging me. Why don't you put one in your bedroom, then? And hire a service to like monitor. Well, because your nobody's gonna mug me in my bedroom. What if probably. they do? That'd be really dangerous. That'd be super dangerous. It's what if you're true. asleep? You're very like, all or nothing. Yes. You can't have a little mixture of like, well, on this busy street corner, you should have a camera. It's either a bad idea or it's not a bad idea. That's my point. It's it's both. It's either. It's fifty fifty. What? What? <laughs> Does fifty fifty mean both? To you? <laughs> no. You have fifty of one camera and fifty of another <laughs> camera. <laughs> what? 
It's, it's, it's either, just a it's culture. Either, I, I, feel I like just in, said it's either a good idea or a bad idea. That's like saying yes. Go like ahead. What? That's like saying two different numbers. Yeah, Gus. Okay, <laughs> okay. Okay. What did Gavin mean by it's two different numbers? What do you mean? <sighs> I, I don't know. <laughs> it's like saying two different numbers. It's that's, like no. That's like saying everything. That didn't help when you just said. That's like saying everything? Well, you just said all the possibilities that a question could be. I said it's either a good idea or it's a bad what idea. What other could it be? What other idea could it be? A medium idea? Yeah, what he's saying well, is it's that always either a good idea or a bad idea. It's like it's like it's either a good idea in every scenario or it's a bad idea. What are you guys <laughs> saying? You're not saying English. No, Bernie makes sense. I think I make sense. Yeah. I'm trying to worry that I don't. Okay, this is how this usually goes. I'm usually confused over here. Explain to me what he means. What he means I want to say two numbers. Eight. <laughs> Eleven. <laughs> That's like, I'm done. <laughs> the existence of cameras is either always good or always bad. It's not like uh, there's no nuance to it. It's not like in this situation it's good, in this situation it's bad. If it's monitoring it's you in your blanket. bedroom, or if it's monitoring you outside your front door, and it's bad, that means it's bad to have it. You can't just say, "Oh, it's okay in this scenario." But why is it bad now? I always think it's bad because of malfunctions that we just said. Or it's like I just don't want cameras pointed at me all the time. I just don't want. I want to go everywhere and there's fucking cameras. See that Amy Schumer thing? <laughs> oh yeah, oh, yeah. Hey, what's up? <laughs> Welcome to the <laughs> Televised Rishi Podcast. As Amy Schumer said As that she's not going to take photos with uh, fans anymore. Yeah, apparently, like some guy stuck a camera in her face and she was like, "No, I don't want to take a picture." And he's like, "I paid you," or like, "I paid." We paid for, this. for you. We paid for you. That's a weird comment to hear. Yeah, and uh, I mean, I get the sentiment behind it, but it's a weird. It's a weird thing. It also didn't seem like she was at, she was performing. It just seemed like she was walking down the street. I don't know what the context is. She also said a thing like, so that's the reason why this dude in Greenville, am I remembering correctly? I'm not going to take photos with anybody anymore. It's like, well, no, that's not. I don't think that's the right way. It's either a good idea or it's a bad idea. No, listen, say two numbers. Peace and love. It's like saying two numbers. (laughs) Whatever you get mad from now on, the rest of the podcast. I I I want you to know how mad I am when I say two numbers. (laughs) 7-Eleven. I just don't know how you can say that about anything and not have it be completely pointless. Like, name a thing. Uh, football game. It's either a good idea or a bad idea. Flowers. You might as well have said grape. Foot- no, there's football ideas. Football like games. Fo- there's football games that are a bad idea and there's football games that are good ideas. It's not either or. There's and in there. There's good football games and there's bad football games. To me, a camera is, if it's a bad idea, right. it's a bad so idea. So if a camera saved your life... And then leaked wank pictures to the internet. It was a good idea and a bad idea. What are you saying? It helped you and then it ruined you. I do, where's the camera that's saving my life? Where is that camera? In your house. In my house? No, it's a bad idea. Okay, you get, you get <laughs> tied up and your head's underwater. It's a bug. Why'd you cut to me? There's a bug. Right, you're being drowned in a bucket. Head first in a bucket. The camera sees this, and someone calls the police, and they pull you out of the bucket. <laughs> How'd I get in the bucket? Someone tied you up upside down and dunked your head in the Guy bucket. Guy who sells cameras, it sounds like. No. I just, because if it's in my house and it's filming me, you know, or something, it just seems ridiculous. But don't you have cameras in your house? No. I have security cameras, like, outside my house. <laughs> but you just, you, you, wait, wait, now you're contradicting yourself. I don't see it as the same way. Oh, there you go. Eight and <laughs> eleven. I thought you were. Jo- I thought you were joking about having cameras. You said it. I do. I have cameras in my house. I have cameras in my house. And is it always bad or always good? Those are always bad. Those ones in particular. 
That's a bad idea. I'm, I'm totally hypocrite at this point. I just don't want. I don't want civil surveillance. I don't so want anyway, civil the average speed cameras take a picture of you here. A mile down the road, they take another picture. They physically can't take a picture of you. They just measure how fast it took you to get You're there. assuming they can calculate the time correctly, or that they will record the time correctly. Well, they're both synced to the time. Are like, we still talking about You're saying things the if they're camera? functioning properly, but they could the function. The atomic clock, like the world clock. Right, but there could the, be a disruption. The clock could be fine, and the camera's malfunctioning. It doesn't sync to the clock right. It, that could happen. Well, then everyone would be speeding. That's the fucking point. Or what if it malfunctions for a short period of time, and like eight people in a row are speeding? Do you think they'd give like... 10,000 speeding tickets or would they be like, eight? oh, the cameras are broken? What if it's eight? What, yeah, what if it's eight? What if it's broken for a short amount of time? What if it's broken for one minute? Like what? You don't know how it works. What if it sinks every minute and be, like it's, it misses <laughs> what, one sink and then it goes off? sinks every minute? Gavin, I'm just trying to give an example. I just, you, can you not accept the fact that technology can break? Yeah, but it could break anywhere. I don't know why everyone's so worked up about this one specific use of technology. Yeah, but if my laptop breaks, that's like... You reboot uh, I it. Can't, yeah, exactly. It's I can't get on. I don't get a fine from the government telling me I'm a criminal. What if you didn't file your taxes, but you did? It's just it didn't go through the system. What if? Yeah. 8-11. What does a camera have to do with that? I'm just using different technology. Different automated technology. Yeah, that's bad. But it could happen. Right, and, that's why, a, and that's why when you do an electronic filing... You also receive a record that way you have proof that it so was submitted at So if the speed cameras sent you a picture of yourself speeding at the moment you were speeding, you'd be okay with it. Uh, let me no, clarify. Let if, me... if I could then refute it with my own onboard system that's monitoring my speed, so saying, it snapshot your speedometer at the same time. Right. If I was in control of that and they were not in control of that, but what so, if they're out of sync? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Here, here's. Let me, I'll revise my previous statement. I'll go back to what I was initially trying to say, which is, uh, it's a legal situation. I'm being fined by the government for doing something illegal. I have a right to a trial. If I want to say I didn't do this thing, I go to trial and I face my accuser. I cannot face my accuser if it's a fucking camera. That's yeah, exactly. It's like camera. Did you record the right time? Can't fucking camera just sits there. Blink like, once yes, or twice. I did. He's like, so he's guilty. It's like I'm assumed to be incorrect, and the camera is always assumed to be correct. So if there's a picture of you throwing a Molotov cocktail at a pub, and it's your face, and you're who, doing that. Who have you been talking to? And then they show you that picture, are you just going to be like, no. You can't prove it, though. What if someone else threw it in your arms? I would, uh, yeah, like I would court, yes, I would say no, that wasn't me. <laughs> because, I mean, hey, Photoshop could be someone that looks like you. Exactly. There's tons of people that look like me. The fucking podcast, they show me, apparently people see people that look like me all the time. Did you know there's a character in American Dad that looks like me? If there's, uh, <laughs> is that what you're getting? Is it the alien? I'm giving that one a lot, yeah. Is it? At least no. Oh. That's the only character I know on that show. No, I get, I get that shit all the time. Anyway, so you like cameras? And you're happy with security and being safe. I'm not at I'm the not cost saying of that. your own I'm privacy. You're very clearly saying that specifically. As someone who doesn't break the law, I'm fine with it. Eight it's never going to bite my asshole. Eight Eight this, the, uh, this is like the same basis of the argument about encryption, whether or not the government should be able to break encryption. There we go. That's, it's like it's people ins- saying, you, you don't break the law, right? You have nothing to hide, so you should be okay with the government being able to break into your iPhone and into your computer and be able to see everything you have because you don't break the law. Yeah. Which is bullshit. Why? You should be able to have stuff that you don't have to show up to anybody else. Well, then I like do my it. Sonic order. <laughs> you want to, don't want people to know. I don't want people to know. Well, they don't, and if you don't want them to know, that, that that's that's your right. There is no reason that people should anybody else should have to know that stuff. What was it? Uh, do you want to tell us? No, I'm going to tell you. 
<laughs> sure, Spock, not going to tell you. No, I, I agree. I agree with that. Like, uh, there it's, was, it's, look, it's only going to get worse, and it's easier to be not paranoid now than later. I have to get over it. I've already come to terms with that's, it. I I get what you're saying that we cannot turn the tide on this. I get it. I, I get where like you're it. coming from. It's like, like it. terrifying and worrying. It but is. In my opinion, if you're not doing anything wrong, then what's the worst? Is this happen? the longest conversation we've ever had on the podcast? I don't know. You're no. busy Snapchat. What do you got there? Oh, what is that? The Ruby Volume Three DVD. What is that's that? That's a Blu-ray, Barbara. It's a oh. DVD and Blu-ray. Oh, fucking suck it, combo oh. pack. I've got nothing to hide. I want the. I want this one. <laughs> no, to be nice to it. That's, that's her personal copy. Oh, is it really? <laughs> yeah, I brought the personal copy. <laughs> when does that come? Stores out? tomorrow or today if you're listening to. How this. did you get it, thief? <laughs> I want to give a special. Shout I asked nicely. I want to give a special shout out to somebody. Are you done talking about the Ruby DVD yet? It's great. Right. What does it have inside of it, Barbara? The DVD and Blu-ray. Brilliant. You gave and that a, away, too. And a little... A really cool insert. With me. Where to am I? Go to store.roosterteeth.com. Yeah, top corner. Is that not the adventures I of Gus? I don't know how mirrors work. <laughs> I don't mirrors. Mirrors. <laughs> how mirrors work. Um, I want to give a special shout-out to somebody who works at the company. Oh, he thanks, did something Bernie. really cool. Shout-out, Barb. Um, he. What? <laughs> Dude. I am going to go to 8 and 11 in a second here. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> Uh, no, I want to talk about Michael. You guys had a stream the other day, Gavin, which was the race with Funhouse and Achievement Hunter, the race to one million subs on your <laughs> YouTube channels. And fucking Bruce got on and thought it'd be funny to say, everybody go unsubscribe to Achievement Hunter right now. And a bunch of people did as a joke, but that's actually super shitty. Those Funhouse guys are smart. Smart guys. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Michael, after the stream, I think Michael stayed on for like eight hours. He stayed till I think five a.m. Yeah, he's playing Dead Space or Dead Space Two until Dead Space 2, yeah. five in the morning. That's fucking cool. That's really cool. That's know? very Michael. Very very Michael, Michael is do that. is all in when he's in. Shout out to class. Michael Jones. Did you tell that. Gavin about the employee that didn't know him? I did. I told him about that today. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was an employee who worked here for a month, and she uh, she handles travel for a lot of people, and that's actually why I was doing the travel when the podcast started. And I said to her, I said, do you also ha- handle drav- tra- travel? <laughs> do you also handle Gavin's travel? And she goes, uh, she goes, who? And I said, Gavin. She goes, I don't know who that is. And I was like, you don't know who Ga- Gavin Free? How does she it goes, feel? She goes, no. It feels totally normal. There's goes, so many people here. Why he also I- didn't know her. Like I asked him later, it's like, do you know Steph? And he's like, no, I don't know who's Steph. And I was like, Matt's assistant who handles with travel. And then, but the funny part of it to me was, she know, that was kind of shocking to me just because, you know, it's a bigger company and Gavin's been so busy lately. Um, I asked, she then asked me, she goes, should I start handling Gavin's travel? I can take that over today. And I went, like, everybody in that bullpen area sitting next to her desk, everybody goes, no. And I was like, don't, do not do that. <laughs> That's but a full time job, my friend. That is a nightmare you will get lost in. God, booking someone's international travel as much as you travel for work and slow mo guys and everything would be an absolute nightmare. It would be a full time job. You're killing it, by the way. Slow mo guys is like, you are crushing it this year. Thanks. Have you put out more videos this year than any other year so far? I don't know. I actually have no idea. You might be getting close. Like in May, you might have more videos than some entire other years. Do you know that tomorrow is the five-year anniversary of the Giant Balloon video? Is it really? Yeah. And uh, let me let's see if we can guess. Gus, guess how many views the Giant Balloon video is up to? 90 million. It is up. You're way wrong. 120 it, million. I'm going to guess 146 million. I think it's 130 something. Okay. One, three. I was close. Control said they were going to have the results, but I, was like, I know Gavin knows <laughs> what it is. 
Yeah, I'm sure Gavin's up on that one. So tomorrow, gonna put up a giant balloon video. Are do you? you? Do you, oh, are you really? What yeah. are you gonna do? Are you gonna do the thing I say, said you should do? What was that? The one with the, the bouncing. Oh no no! We shot this months ago. Oh cool! In man. preparation for this. When you well, the, the other video that you put up with the giant balloon was get Dan in the balloon. Yes, that one is Where he like looks exploding. like Jabba the Hutt. Oh, it's so funny! Mark. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Did uh, is that one going faster than the original one, or is the original one now at pacing again? That one had its original rush, rush, yeah. and now it's pretty much directly in line with the other one. Uh, okay, that's really interesting. God, so this I, is fascinating like to me. Like yeah. Fa- what's that one at? Uh, I don't know, fifty something. Crazy, crazy, awesome. Congrats, dude. You're fucking killing it on something, guys. Way to go. Yeah, good job. And, uh, you know, don't book my travel. Don't book Gavin's travel. All right, we got got to wrap up. No. Yeah, so thanks, everybody, for watching. And uh, we will see you guys next week where we're going to argue about the number eight and the number 11. I love you. White Chris, the podcast flow. Take another shot, and I'ma let the credits roll. R T P O D C A S T. Yeah, you ready? Let's go. Gustavo, some more more omnipotent than a potent goat, and ready to go. Look at local unquote, whatever floats your boat. Swimming in a sea of reality, ain't no fallacy. No mad king, only one king. Podcasting, God's king of the galaxy, Big B, Bernie. Take us on an old school journey through history, R T R B B since so three and learn me. Master of the Buckles winners, master of the Church of Leonard Alpha speaks, and I follow. The blue team just got a new member. Enter Gavino, the British hero with zero predictability.